everybody. Welcome to the Boy Howdy Podcast. This, I'm Annie. This is Bill. This week, we're going to talk about Legend of Korra some more. And how about some Mass Effect? Because y'all aren't tired of that yet. We're also going to talk about barbecues. Because it was the 4th of July. That's right. It's America. That means Annie loves Spider-Man. Yeah, hello. Bill has his window open and birds are singing outside. There's a gentle breeze in the air, not a cloud. It sounds like we're living in Enchanted Castle from uh, Disneyland. It's almost like it's goddamn summer. It is Friday, July the 6th, and summer has only now arrived. Is it the 6th? It is. It's... Fuck, what day is it? What day is it? Well, by the time everyone listens to this, it's, uh, it is the 6th. Yeah, motherfucker, don't make me push myself. Uh, what happened today? No, there's some crazy shit I wasn't want to talk about. I can't remember. How you doing? I was just going to start by saying it's nice outside and we're all surprised by it. Well, you know what? We're the only people in the whole world that it's nice because, like, if you're not this living in America right now, it's cold because you're living in Australia. Or it's England. <laughs> it's all rainy. Either you're American or you're Australian. <laughs> no, Ryan McCloskey, he's in London right now. He's talking about how cold, wet, and pissy it is over there right yeah, now. Yeah, British But summers. if you're in America, you're roasting in an oven unless you're on the tiny sliver of the Pacific Northwest where this is P- true. Uh, Seattle and Portland are, where it just barely hit 80 degrees today and everyone's like oh it's so hot <laughs> meanwhile the rest of the country is in triple digits yeah drying their asses off it's like so hot power is failing yeah or, i had my heater know. on this morning when i woke up because yeah I mean, i'm not complaining i'm just saying it's finally summer and i'm excited about it anyway yeah so what's um yeah what <laughs> Annie's still checking her email. Fuck you. Bill's I'm not... checking my tumblers. I want to see what all the 13-year-old girls of the world are doing. Uh, did you see the uh, post-apocalyptic Korra doodle I sent you? That was you, pretty great. Where she's all like, like, looks like an aborigine or something like that. It was like pretty that. great. She's all chalky and her sweaty boobs are hanging out. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just oh, saying. that's not. They started. Uh, This is more Geek Week review stuff. They actually really did start filming uh the Mad Max movie. Yeah, we'll get to that later, Bill. First. I'm just happy that. How was your Well, also they finished filming The Hobbit. Which is all also the same Geek day as all Bill, do you want to start in the order that we do the podcast in? What do we wait? What do we talk about now? We did nothing happen this week. The Fourth of July. Speaking of America, Fourth of July. How was your Fourth of July, Bill? It was quiet. I fell asleep in the middle of the afternoon while watching Seventeen Seventy Six. What are you talking about? Seventeen Seventy Six is full of riveting action. I always forget that movie's three hours long. Yep. Yeah. I love Seventeen Seventy Six. No, it's fantastic. But it was one of those things where I was like, man, I was tired, and I was just like. It just kind of lulled me. There's no sleep. such thing as a quick viewing of of seventeen. Well, I just finished making mashed or uh, a potato salad for the cookout we're gonna have. You know that night of mm-hmm. July fourth, mm-hmm. and so I was like, oh, I'm so so tired from making potatoes. And I just fell asleep. And Man, I went to this family um, grocery store, like old family run grocery store, and yeah. got some s- serious sirloin burgers. Oh really? Dear like Lord, pre-made? I had to unhinge my jaw to put that burger in my Ooh. mouth. Because just the patty itself was an inch thick. Or they, they were, like, spe- made with anything special? Sirloin. Well, I don't know. Like, well, sometimes you get, like, burgers from, like, that the, the deli counter or something like that. Yeah. They'll have, like, bl- like what, the black and blue burgers they have these days? With, like, yeah. uh, 
I don't, I don't like know what makes a black, but it's got blue cheese and yeah. shit. Yeah. No, I'm I'm not a big uh, I'm not a big fancy burger person. I I was raised in a family of uh, my my on my mother's side of the family it was butchers, so we always kind of believed that if you have to do fancy shit to your meat to make it palatable, you're doing it wrong. I put Lipton soup mix in mine. <sighs> no, you get some beefy onion soup mix. That's the mudgeon white trash recipe. Yes. Oh, everything like the cheese I have with my burgers. It's you know it's it's American slices. You know, the plastic slices, it's yeah. not that fancy cheddar shit. <laughs> it's all the white trash stuff. Like, it's high. Oh, no, it's, 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 uh, fr- what's, uh, what's the yellow mustard French's? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that. It's not yeah. like Dijon mustard or well, anything. Well, I'm, I'm with you on that. I like bullshit yellow mustard yeah. and, and Heinz ketchup. Cartoon goddamn condiments exactly. for your 4th of July barbecue. I'm right barbecue. there with you. Yeah! Man, grilling. I forget how much I love it's grilling. Grilling well, is so good. It's been so cold and rainy in Portland up until yeah. like three days ago that it really wasn't grilling weather. So yeah. everyone's like really going. Like even when I walked out of the house a couple hours ago, like you can smell two different neighbors Yeah, right next to us. We're all like yeah, starting up uh, barbecues. I had grilled Walla Walla sweet onions for the last three days oh. in a row. Man, I can eat nothing but that for the rest of my I life and be happy. I because they had the Walla Walla onion. Yeah. onion or you go to the grocery store. What's so special about Walla Walla onions though? Well, well, I know they're onions, good. What's so special about? They're really good. They're really good, motherfucker. What do you want to say? That's like a, they're really flavorful and juicy. That's like trying to ask them what's the what's the difference between a rim job and a blow job, and they're like one's good, one's good. Well, Bill, what's the difference between one onion and another onion beyond flavor? Di- what's the difference between a red onion and a white onion? One's- flavor. Shut up. <laughs> Arbitrary motherfucker. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> are the shit you put white onions in like potato salad it's okay but the red onions have a little bit of sharper flavor i'm just saying a grilled walla walla sweet onion is my favorite thing you you just made burgers yeah and then the night after we made hot dogs who all did you make uh, who all did you have over um my plan a on fourth of july fell through so plan b was um our dear bros brennan chase came over they had a thing in the evening but we hung out we grilled we watched the first resident evil movie I have never seen any of the Resident Evil movies, but my I bro saw Brenna. The first one in the theater. My bro Brenna loves the Resident you Evil movies. Think it's got titty chick. It's got. You mean Michelle Rodriguez? Yeah, I only yes. see that because when Michelle chick. Rodriguez shows up on my TV with her tits hanging out. <laughs> I have a screensaver from the Apple TV. It's not me just hallucinating. <laughs> Bill was alluding to the fact that I have a crush on this Oh, I found this picture of Julia Stiles. Her nipples are hanging out like fucking fire hydrants. I gotta show that shit to you. No, actually, you don't. Why? Because I had a crush on Julia Stiles. This is the word I forgot about this. You had a crush. What happened? She. You found out she's like stupid. We both mutually grew up. Oh, yeah. That's what it goes down to. She looks like Space Alien. Who's the chick from uh, Slimity Snicket? She kind of looks like that. Her eyes look like that. You could say that. You could totally say that. She kind of looks like one of those 70s drawings of, like, paintings of, like, a baby doll face. But yeah! But now that chick from Lemony Snicket, now she's naked in all the movies I see. <laughs> Every time I see her, she's like a new movie where she's like, she was in the Sleeping Beauty movie mm-hmm. where she gets paid just to be naked She was in and Sucker sleep. Punch. I genuinely can't think of any other movie she's oh, been in. Oh, did you see Sucker Punch? Unfortunately, we yes. Had, we probably had a podcast about it and I forgot about no, it. No, no. Sucker Punch was pre-our podcast. Sucker Punch was one of the worst movies like... I've ever seen. Oh, so you... Oh, so this is back when you you hated movies all the other people hated. <laughs> and like this summer, it's like turned into Annie Loves. Before now. Yeah. Before we move on to that. Um, yeah, no, so we watched the first Resident Evil movie. What is amazing about the Resident Evil movie is that it was made in 2002, and it feels exactly like a movie that came out in like maybe 1989, 1991. Yeah. It's kind of impressive. I can't that movie that's 10 years old, though. I, I, like know. I, said, I saw it in the theater, yeah. I know. Well, it's funny, because both Mia Jovovich and... Um, 
Michelle Rodriguez are babies. Like you just watch the movie and go, "You're babies." When you watch old movies with them, they look like babies. Yeah, I remember that was like one of Michelle Rodriguez's big, big things. Like that was one of her first. Like yeah, yeah. I guess that in Fast and Furious. One in uh, first in a series of movies where she was the the hot butch lady who dies. That's kind of the thing she does. Yeah, she was that in Lost. Spoilers for Lost. Wait, did she die in Lost? I think so. Oh, yeah, because yeah. there's a whole thing her ghost coming oh, yeah. back. Yeah, oh, she gets shot by Saeed. Yep. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers, everybody. No, no, she, there's actually a really interesting article. Oh, not Saeed. Uh, I can't, dude, I can't even oh, pretend. Michael. I cannot even pretend to that's remember a Libby. goddamn thing that she's happens like, ah! in Lost. And then Libby's like, oh! And he's like, oh! <laughs> and she comes back, she got a bullet hole, and she's like, oh, my, my boobs are kind of sweaty in this tight, clingy shirt. There was a really great interview with Michelle Rodriguez where she basically said, they, someone pointed Did- out, you tend to play tough chicks who die. Do you worry you're being typecast? And she goes, no, because frankly, I'm not interested in playing anything but tough, badass ladies. Yeah, and the is, only yeah. thing, the only part you can get when you're playing that lady is the tough, badass lady who dies. Like, she, like, she, like the same thing even happened in Avatar? Yeah. Oh my god. I'm just saying. Man, did you see the thing? Have you heard about the Colonial Marines game that's coming out from Sega? That's based off well, the it's Alien the, movies. Isn't that the Gearbox? Yeah, well, game? They, there was the thing where they uh, revealed that, um, like you, like you can play as female Marines in the game, but you can't play as female Marines in the multiplayer, which is hmm. bullshit. Because one of the best characters in Aliens is fucking yeah. Vasquez. Well, you can fucking Ripley. Yeah, the fact literally that you can't the play... whole Alien series is about a woman. <laughs> so fuck that game already. It's here. Here's the thing. It's Gearbox. What are you talking about? It's I've made so many good games. <laughs> no, 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 no. Beyond that, I do not expect a nuanced, respectful approach. Well, they did Duke Nukem, but that was just like. Well, no, that was, they finished Duke Nukem. Well, that was a bullshit, cynical like we're gonna do this project, finish it, but just because we want the notoriety, not because we actually care about the game. Fuck those guys. I know who what's his name works for them. Anthony hey, Birch. Yeah, but man, he can only help redeem those guys because fuck that company. They don't a they don't make good games. B they're cynical shits. I'm just I do not I do not expect Gearbox to do me any favors. Yeah, I'll okay. just say that. We can agree. Anyway, I'm just I'm not. Laugh. Well, my thing is I feel I just don't like any of the, the sorts of games that they make. Like, what else? Um, well, what else is okay? It's not bad. Borderlands is not the kind of game that I would be interested in. It's just in. a shooty collect-a-thon thingy. No. There's no real story They were going to do that one Brothers in Arms game that was based like in Glorious Bastards and oh, really? that kind of I was interested in but it pretty much I has been canceled. That, yeah. Well, it, it's like mm. they've announced it like a year and a half ago and then never heard it from it since. No. Oh well. Anyway, in summation, <sighs> move it on. Um yeah, no Resident Evil. It was it was <laughs> this is still the podcast. <laughs> Let us talk of it. Uh, no, um, uh, I Bill, as he was, Bill was cryptically referring to. Yes, I saw Ultimate Spider-Man, or excuse me, Amazing Spider-Man, and I liked it. I was one of three people in the United States. Well, seriously, it didn't even like. At best, most people seem to at best not object to it. I am one of only three people to actively like it. Yeah, you and one person who supported you on, on Twitter were the yeah. only two people I've seen. And then probably have Mark Webb's mom. That's probably the three of us. And most of it's actually been vehemently, like, people coming out of the movie saying that was an active piece of shit. Like, so Which is understand. amazing to me. I'll because... see it on a home video six months from now and uh, make my own decision. But... I liked it. I will say this. This is my background with Spider-Man. I read all of Ultimate Spider-Man. I've literally never read a, co- a Spider-Man comic that was not Ultimate Spider-Man. Oh, really? Because... Oh, I thought you had a more thorough history. Of... Fuck no. Because every time... I'm gonna pick up a, a Spider-Man comic that's not Ultimate Spider-Man. I just go nope and turn around because you know what I don't care about. The, my least favorite part of Spider-Man is the same thing that's my least favorite part of Batman. Anything where the masks are involved, 
I really don't care about the superheroics at Does all. Does he spend most of the movie in uh as uh, Peter Parker as opposed yeah. to you know. yeah I the, uh, the thing I keep people keep on compa- uh, comparing it to Twilight because it's supposed to be super <laughs> emo. Well, supposedly I read rumor, this in multiple things. The rumor is not, it's not just people throwing that on there, but supposedly like the studio directive was like make this make Spider Man more like Twilight to Mark Webb. I we was... want a mopier, dopier hero. So this is Bill synthesizing all the criticism of the internet. This is I've barely be. been paying attention. So yeah. um, uh, I was really worried. I actually was not looking forward to this at all. I was gonna skip it. Um, so because the trailers, the trailers, well, stuff. yeah, it's like Mark, the casting seemed great, yeah. but all the trailers made it seem like here comes the dark Spider-Man story and yeah. fuck that. What I like about Spider-Man, I like Peter Parker. He's a really smart guy. He's an idiot and he's a goof. That's what I like about Spider-Man is that he is really not very good at everything that he does, but he means well and he, he tries to be funny while doing it. When Stacy died in this one? No. But, uh... Uncle uh, Ben died in this one? Uh, <laughs> they're really bulking. They're really bucking... No, of course Uncle Ben dies. So is this a follow the basic plot point where, like, he goes to the lab, he gets bit. Yeah. Uncle ben. Oh, yeah. Does Uncle Ben die because he doesn't stop a robber again? Yes. That is literally Spider-Man. That's literally... Oh, all you guys are like, it's a no Spider-Man you story. you read one origin of Spider-Man. No, I have read the first issue of Spider-Man. Oh. I also... Who's, who, who's the robber? Like, what's the robber doing? Is it, like... Because when the first Spider-Man movie, isn't he robbing uh, the the wrestling joint? That was cool in the first Spider-Man movie. Because it's got Macho, Macho Man, Randy Savage and shit. Oh, I forgot that about that. That was hilarious. See, here's the thing. I think the, the response from most people that I've heard was that we don't need another Spider-Man movie. When, for me, I genuinely forgot the original truly existed because I hated it. Everything that it did well were the things that I was not interested in Spider-Man about. I, Tobey Maguire was awful as Peter how Parker. How does... Okay, here's a... Do they explain where he gets the suit from? Because this never makes any oh, sense. Oh, no, it never makes any sense. I makes so it. Of course he makes it. in the first it. Spider-Man movie, the, you know, of the last generation. Yeah. Where he starts out and he's got, like, the crappy the homemade, like, sweats, like, like yeah. sweatpants. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man outfit. If they had, he had spent the whole movie in that outfit, I would love that movie. It was so <laughs> much better. It was, like, real, like, ghetto Spider-Man. Yeah. But then, so, supposedly, so, he's, like, randomly, supposedly, he gets, like, money somehow. And suddenly, yeah. like, okay, now I have this, like, Lycra half a million dollar suit with like clear plastic holographic lenses yeah. and the mask and stuff like that. Yeah, no, it's actually really cute. There's like cute. three scenes before he barely even knew how to stitch two pants together or anything like that. Yeah. It's really cute. In this, um, Peter Parker does make his own costume. You actually see him screen printing the, the Spider-Man logo on it. Yeah. You know, you need to understand that I don't, it's a Spider-Man movie, dude. How does... There's certain things that I'm not, I don't expect from a Spider-Man movie. Like seriously, this... the bare minimum I expect from a superhero movie is to have a good time. Does he make his own web shooters? Yeah, it's actually really cute because he what he does he takes um two um like wristwatches and he modifies them. <laughs> it's kind of great. Oh, you're a total sucker! I love Bobby this bullshit. Yeah. I see that's the thing. That's what it pulls down to. I'm yeah. indifferent to Spider-Man. I love Peter Parker. I love Peter Parker and his stupid face. He's such a smart idiot. And I think this movie, I loved Andrew Garfield as, as Peter Parker. That, I, everyone's saying he's, well, they said the casting was good. The yeah. cast is Emma perfect. Emma Stone's supposedly good. I mean, Emma Stone is great. And I like that Gwen Stacy actually has some agency in this movie. That she isn't just a passive person to be rescued. They, they've been really good about keeping the spoiler. Bill? We've talked about this in the past, so we're not going to try and make it be spoiler-filled. Are you going to just b- ditch this concept right now? No, it's a big spoiler. Is it? Oh, it's a joke. Okay, come on, Bill. Let's hear the joke. Now I see your face. It's a joke. They, did a good j- they didn't put any of this in the trailer, Uh huh. Yeah. the doctor yeah. guy, uh-huh. he turns into a lizard. 
to a witch. I'm saying we didn't go there with Brave she last week. She goes to witch. Go to the forest. <laughs> she loves lizard <laughs> Is there a scene where they go, the Spider-Man and the lizard, they go fishing in the river and they have a bonding moment? I thought, I, you know, really, I love Peter Parker so much. And I was just so delighted to actually like all the people that were on screen. Because in the Spider-Man movies, I, I, I actively disliked um, uh, Tobey Maguire. Yeah. Kirsten Dunst was, okay. was in there. Oh, you see her nipples in one scene. That's true. That's all I remember about Kirsten Dunst. And you and like you have to understand that going into this movie, I had the lowest of expectations, mostly because I did not like um, Five Hundred Days of Summer at all. That movie's bullshit. I thought it was style over substance. And well, I've heard some of the same things Lovers did this movie, but like I said, I haven't seen it, so I can't even get into that. I Whatever, um, I shit. I mean, honestly, I really don't. I mean, at the end of the day, I like I've read every single issue of Ultimate Spider-Man from one up. Mm-hmm. I bought them all every week what and read them every week. It's like hundreds of issues. Well, they're on like one thirty something. So that's a decent sized library. Yeah. I own them all in in trade paperbacks. I bought them. I read them all in in the moment, and then went back and read them again. You could hold a gun to my head and ask me what happened in Ultimate Spider-Man, and I would just blink at you. I'm like, <laughs> at some point, Peter Parker Aww. dies. At some point, Gwen Stacy dies, but it's okay. Uh, Spider-Man becomes a woman who has all the memories of being Spider-Man, and that is genuinely all I can remember from Ultimate Spider-Man. Who would you cast as woman's Peter Parker if they did that in the movies? Oh, man. So what I'm alluding to in brief, one of my favorite storylines in Ultimate Spider-Man, and one that I wish that Bendis got to explore some more, was they do the clone saga, and so there are a bunch of uh, clones. I don't read comic books, so I don't know what this is. There are a bunch of clones of Peter Parker, and so they're, um, like, one is just, like, a spider, like a human-sized spider. Okay. And, like, there's one that's, like, aging at an accelerated rate, so it's like adult Peter Parker but one of them is um, a woman and the best part is that all of these clones have all the memories of being Peter Parker up to the age of 15 yeah Peter Parker so it's generally like for this clone for all of its purposes they close their eyes as a man as a 15 year old boy and wake up as a 15 year old girl (laughs) and I just and that character is such a great character Oh, I love, I love, I love her. Anyway. Um, How long did she stick around for? Did well, they kill her off? Around. Oh, she's still okay. around. She's still around. Is she spider girl? She's off on her own adventure. She's spider woman, thank you. Oh. Thank you. She still shows up every once in a while. In fact, she just recently showed up to kick Miles Morales' ass. Basically say, what the fuck are you? Which oh, because he picks up the whole mantle of Spider-Man. Yeah. So that's good, yeah. Exactly. Which, you know. Anyway. Um, uh, 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 did you stick I... around for the end of the credits? Oh, well, you don't have to stick around very long. Oh, okay. I have two objections to this movie, really. At the end of the day, I enjoyed this movie. I, I will just, before I get we get to that, yeah. I actually cried. I like this movie so uh-huh. much. Like, not that I thought it was great. I actually cried, at, even as I'm sitting here going, this is stupid and schmaltzy and manipulative. <laughs> I cried just because I was so happy. That's fine. Because cool. it was just a, I just had such a good time. You had a good time with a goddamn Spider-Man movie. See, that's, that's all thing. he cares about. I'm like, I keep that's reading all, all this criticism of it that I'm like, you know what? It's a Spider-Man movie. I can't, I can't actually get up my, my lit crit boner for a Spider-Man movie. I know this has been a refrain for me this summer. There's some movies that I just want to go well, and have a good time. It's not like I'm going to Just this and Prometheus. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, like, there's some movies where I don't expect certain things from. And I genuinely, like, I was reading one, I was reading the um, film critic Hulk critique of Spider-Man, I got as far as, like, um, he went on to, and I thought he made some really good points, and he got on to saying that Peter Parker's just an emo douchebag, and I just stopped reading at that point, because I'm like, I can't, I can't 
I, I disagree, and I just find I can that... see that coming from Mark Webb, because that's what, yeah. uh, what's-his-face is Oh, yeah, was. that's 500 and Days of Summer. Not super emo, but it was still, like, douchebag. I that, just read it as... That whole movie was a douchebag marathon. The whole point of Peter Parker is that he is a self-absorbed teenage boy who has to learn to not There's be. no cartoon dance sequences. No, it's I'm like... not even making a Spider-Man 3 no, joke, but, I know. you know, like, that, that's what yeah. the best part of 500 Days of Summer was, I like... was re- No, the, the best part of 500 Days of Summer was that the thing they filmed while filming 500 Days of Summer where they made a music video. It was unrelated yeah. to the film. It was during a lunch break. They did that. That which whole is thing great. Was yeah. There's a couple of Where he's breaks. dancing after he kisses what's her face? Yeah. Oh, that's her all like it was on the cuff. Yeah. Uh, it's terrible. Boogie the anyway, um, uh, uh, one of his big criticisms was the relationship between Gwen Stacy and Peter Parker because they don't have any conflict. They mm-hmm. just like each other, and by the end of the movie, they still just like I wonder if there's any person in the comics that, like, Gwen Stacy was kind of, like, uh, like above Peter Parker, and he had to fight for her affections because she was, like, a supermodel No, what I like about this, she's, she's, uh, she's just a hot, she's a hot dork, too. Um, she's an intern at a science program, which means she gets in the upper level categories. So, you know, we're leaving our, 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 um, our, uh, what's it, um, believability. Yeah. We're leaving our, um, uh, suspension of disbelief. There we go. We're, yeah, we're doing our, we're checking our suspension of disbelief at the door, right? You know what? Um, but she no. doesn't come with suspension. I love bridges. <laughs> you know how she got. <laughs> no, what, like what I love about it, like, they're two very smart mm. people. Who very clearly like each other, and all the That's scenes cool. that they're together, generally the scenes fall, kind of boil down to, okay, just turn around, walk away. I love that bullshit. I love that bullshit. I love that bullshit that they're very smart people I mean, and fundamentally can't communicate. I don't think yeah. it was. I don't think it was great. I don't think it was like. I no. I take that back. I enjoyed the fuck out of it. Yeah. I will go see it again. But I don't, I don't, I, I kind of felt like it, like I, I liked it more than Avengers, but mostly I left Avengers and I was like, okay, that was a movie. And then yeah. I walked away. And at least with this, I really like Peter Parker. And it made me, I, I will admit that part of the reason why I cried is that I forgot how much I love Peter Parker and how much I miss Peter Parker. Because I don't get Peter Parker anymore. Peter Parker's dead. And I will never get him back again. What would you want the sequel to be? I don't give a shit. Because who the fuck cares about the story in the Spider-Man movie? Not me. That's I just want. Two... I just want Andrew Garfield and Gwen Stacy hanging out. The two points I kept on hearing was supposedly a bunch of cops get turned into lizards, and they never do anything with that. Well, the whole point is that there's an infection. It's not just the stakes are higher than this do one they person. They lay eggs. Dude, there's a lot of stuff that's randomly off screen that you just kind of have to roll with. And, well, it's supposedly the after credit sequence because there's something more. Oh like... yeah, so there's t- my two quibbles with the film. Yeah, you started saying, then you just went off on how my much you two... love Peter Parker. Well, that's the thing. I, I love, love this whole movie. movie. My I only complaint with the film is that it had the most unnecessary post-credits teaser yeah, I have ever what seen in any been film. Saying, yeah. It was like, I am someone who is vaguely familiar with Spider-Man mythos to a certain degree, and even I was like, what the fuck was that? Is it Norman Osborn? Who knows? It's just a weird, it's a really weird moment. I don't even want to say I don't want to spoil it, because I genuinely, it had about as much impact to me as when I was watching, what, what the fuck is it, the Thor movie? And at the end of Thor, the stinger is, like, this, this, uh, uh I'm sure it's, like, the one of Thor's major villains or something. This purple-faced dude going, like, now I'll fuck them up. And I'm, and I'm just, like, sitting here, and, like, I'm a nerd, and I'm vaguely cognizant, but I don't give a shit about this. This is no, like... I missed that, I totally missed that, yeah. It was just, I don't know. It I was fell just, asleep during that credit sequence. It was, it was an, a weird implication of future menace that was really unnecessary. And uh, my other, um, uh, there is a, um, at the end of the film, Peter Parker makes a promise, and liter- literally in the last 30 seconds he goes, meh, and moves What's on. What's the promise? I don't want, it's, it's a thing. You'll see. It's not, I'm not a big deal, but it's just a, it's just a weird moment. 
Like, those two things felt very shoehorned. Oh! I saw those people were complaining about... They don't explain... The, the trailers make it sound like you're going to find out that, like, Spider-Man, his parents... Yeah, there made was a him Spider Man. There was a big thing in the marketing around it. There was like going to be this is going to be the untold story of Spider Man, which is hilarious because Supposedly, it is there's really no just untold story. You know, it's yeah, the same the, thing. The, the trailers really make it sound like well, there's a whole thing in the trailer where the lizard is like, "Oh, you you think what happened to you was an accident, Spider Man?" Yeah. And there's it's like clearly suggesting a whole that arc. like his parents were so, like, isn't his dad now a geneticist in the in well? The that, this is this they took from Ultimate Spider Man. I don't know if this is in like the primary yeah. universe, but in Ultimate Spider Man, Peter Parker's parents were like scientists. But it sounds and like some at of their least discoveries. The marketing makes it sound like his dad like oh yeah was a, well actually somehow played a part in him actually becoming Spider Man. In like, the movie, made, um, his, the the research that his father was doing, yeah. um, uh, in a in a big way results in the events of the movie, but it does not affect Peter's backstory, Peter's origin. See, I would it's be weird. disappointed because I, I would go in there expecting that's the one thing they could do. Different, I don't that would give be a shit about than the other Spider Man's origin story. Not that I well, Spider Man's origin story is just an excuse for a gleeful sequence of Peter Parker discovering his powers. That's really the only thing I care about, which is one of the few things that the, I think the original Spider-Man series did well. Because yeah. it's fun to have a guy. I have discovered. to say this for mechanical web shooters. It does kind of like mask the idea of like if he has organic web shooters, it's like semen coming out. Because the, they actually made a joke out of that in the first movie because like he's shooting white fluid out of his body and he can't stop it. Yeah. And like Aunt May is like, what's going on in there, Peter? There are some things that Peter Parker does to Gwen Stacy in this movie that would be gross if, oh, yeah? if it were physical, if it was like from his body. I'll just say that. What? What happened? Oh, you mean with like web fluid? Because mm-hmm. he grab her butt. Yes. <laughs> Actually, I liked it. I just liked it. I had a good time. It was like the first time I had just Did a straight... Rip I had off? a really bad day on Tuesday, and yeah. my wife just looked at me and she said, we're going to go see Spider-Man. We're going to go see Spider-Man right now. Spider-Man. And I was really not terribly... Um, like I said, I was not really interested in it because it was presented as like, as marketed as such a like, dark thing. Yeah. I was like, fuck this noise. No. Until we went to go see the um, Prometheus in 3D. On the IMAX 3D screen. And seeing the trailer of Peter Parker swinging around in so IMAX 3D. 3D? Yeah, okay. I did. I went to go see it in IMAX 3D. I enjoyed it. So what was hilarious is, like, literally the first thing you see in the film is a giant fucking spider crawling across the screen. And I'm a huge screaming arachnophobe. My wife well, spent the, the entire movie making fun of me. Spider-Man and the sounds of it, because it's like IMAX surround sound. Like so it's like terrible. Like... And it's like, so I'm sitting here with my fingers and my ears just leaning against oh my, my wife. And she's just like taps me in the head when it's gone. It's hilarious. And uh, yeah, she actually drowned out the sounds of the spiders in one sequence just by giving me uninterrupted shit about how can you love this movie? Spider-Man so much. You're an idiot. It's an origin story. I missed like 25% oh of the film, God. I would say. So if they ever, like, David Cronenberg does a Spider-Man movie where, like, Spider-Man shoots spiders out of his veins instead uh, of, like, what fluid and stuff like that. Uh. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know what they should do in the next movie because all of Spider-Man's villains are terrible. Terrible. What do you have? You have the Green Goblin. You got the Green, green Goblin. Green Goblin was fucking stupid. In oh, that yeah. first Spider-Man movie. He's a big green looks like a Power Ranger guy, but, like, yeah. I thought he was gonna be like an organic, like he's changed, but like he's yeah. got this Power Ranger suit. I love what's his face, uh, fucking uh, platoon. He's awesome, <laughs> but like, oh god, William like, Defoe. Like, there's a whole scene in the first Spider-Man movie where Spider-Man and uh, Green Goblin are talking to each other, and like you can't see either of their faces because they're both dudes in masks, and, you, and yeah. neither ma- fa- their faces neither of them are articulated. And it, did, it was like a scene from Power Rangers because yeah. it's just two masked guys kind of like 
talking at each other. Yeah, they're just like that. That moment like took me out of that film just because it just looks so ridiculous. Well, all of Spider Man's villains are just lame. I hope they do the Norman Osborn shit like more deftly. Well, Norman Osborn is is hinted at in this film, but in that he is old and dying. Yeah, he is near death in the actions of the film. Because basically, it is all it revolves around Oz, you know Osborne's corporations, Oscorp. It's Stephen Hawking. <laughs> That's right. Anyway, yeah, no, because let's see. There's there's the Green Goblin. There's Electro. There's Mysterio. There, who is a goldfish. You know, I would kill him to actually come up with a new villain. Um, you know, they have Black Cat, which they can't use because you have Anne Hathaway in the Catwoman movie. Oh really? Um, what? What's wrong with Black Cat? Is a um, is a thief, uh, an athletic thief who dresses like oh, is that a cat. Like a- copyright is that a known thing that like like well i'm just saying it's like i'm just saying from well you get someone hotter <laughs> you do you get you get um who uh working for a dream jennifer, jennifer connelly yeah she's like she's 45 <laughs> you give her a good enough bra the whole point of, of of black cat is that she's an athlete and in, like she has like crazy martial arts abilities it has Amy... to be someone young with big tits who can climb a wall can we pull her Anyway, well, let's see who else. Sandman, what woman Venom. With big tits can climb a wall. <laughs> That's a good point. Get CGI tits. Um, uh, I can't even think of any other Spider-Man villains. Oh, Craven the Octop- Hunter. Well, Octopus. Doc Ock. Yes. Oh, you have like Carnage. Who's the bad guy from Superman three or uh, uh, Spider-Man three that <laughs> fucked up that movie? Well, there were three of them. Venom? That's why there was. I said Venom. Um. Uh. Fuck you. <laughs> And Sandman, then, did I say Sandman? Yeah. Goddamn. Anyway, I liked Amazing Bored Spider-Man. I left now. that movie. My wife made fun of me because apparently after leaving, the, like, she kept looking at me during the movie, and I just had this big stupid grin <laughs> on my face the whole time. Well, it's the best time you could have in the theater. It was just a good, it was a good time. Had a good I had time. a really fun time, and I needed I'm it. I'm glad so I, I didn't out. see it, so I didn't even have to be like, oh, Andy, was Bill your decided to pee on my parade. Every, the entire internet has been peeing on my parade. Um, on the way home, I made my wife stop by um, Fred Meyers so I could buy the Amazing Spider-Man video game. And they were sold out. So the next day, which was the 4th of July, I made her drive me out to Target. You guys are great. Because <laughs> so, oh literally before God. before the movie, there was this commercial that they screened that was a little boy dressed, <laughs> little boy dressed as Spider-Man <laughs> flying around the city on his webbing. I get the Spider-Man game. Um, Did you get the Spider-Man? Uh, I got. I went. I was looking at the toys, yeah. and they had a little toy set that was Spider-Man. It was Spider-Man and Gwen Stacy and a lizard. So I bought it just to throw away the was lizard it? and and really Spider-Man and just have a little Gwen Stacy action figure. It made me so happy. And uh, no, this, uh, the Amazing Spider-Man game is actually fun. I'm enjoying it. It's uh, uh it is a Spider-Man game. Is it like another free roaming kind of like running around New York City? To some City? degree, um, I had heard a lot that people were thinking it reminded them of Arkham Asylum quite yeah. a bit. And I was I never really I played like the demo of Arkham, Arkham Asylum. Arkham Asylum is not it. free roaming. It, well, it, that's it's very channeled. It's, yeah, it's mostly like you have an open city, and they're the usual. Like if you have played any Spider-Man games, it's all the same stuff. There's like racing bits. Yeah. There's stuff you can collect. Um, they're like little crimes you can interrupt, but then you go to events, like you go to like levels and then you're in a separate location, which is true of any Spider-Man game I've ever played where it's like, now you're abruptly in some sort of more limited location yeah, exactly, where yeah. stuff is happening. So, and I was like, I don't know why people keep experiencing, comparing this to Arkham Asylum until one of the first missions you have to break a guy out of an insane asylum and in the process, all of the other inmates escape and you have to fight your way out. Wow. Not even transparent. <laughs> I was like, yeah. okay, all right, 
to hide their like roots. Yeah. Sure. Is the combat like kind of like super like button combo based and stuff? Not really. That's the other thing with Arkham Asylum was like the combat's all very kind of like rhythm, I would say it's pretty kinda, like... superficial. Oh, okay. Well, then it's that's... really like the structure of it and like how um like uh like uh the level design and that. Did sort you of get stuff. the uh, Stanley skin? No, Did you can you only get that, that for pre-ordering. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm surprised it's not on Xbox Live. Also, for like I would not pick to break my narrative. <laughs> anyway, um, no, what's great is that I just played a level where um, the villain, or at least I'm presuming he's going to be the villain, is voiced by Nolan North, which is a, a, a change for oh, him. Oh, this isn't just retelling the story of the game? It's actually the, a, a, it takes place immediately after the events of the movie, right. which would suck for anyone who played beforehand, because one of the first things you learn is a big spoiler. And I'm like, man, come on, movie. Come on, what? game. What? Um, like, uh, anyway, uh, so it, it's pretty, uh, but anyway, so I did this one mission immediately after that, where um, I meet a reporter who's voiced by Claudia Black, who was the voice of, amongst many other things, she was Morgan in Dragon Age. Um, she was uh, Chloe in Uncharted. And she's just a damn fine voiceover actress. And as I'm playing this game, this whole sequence was made so much more pleasurable just by the fact that there was Claudia Black giving me shit and flirting with me during the whole thing. I've decided that Claudia Black should be in everything. Yeah. She should be in everything. If she were to become the female uh, Nolan North. I would I guess love you would that. have to uh, usurp Jennifer Hale in that respect. Yes. But no, she, she, she should at so least great. be in more stuff. Yeah. Because she's really only known to be... Well, like she I guess bit parts seen, in Mass Effect. She's been in tiny, tiny little parts of the fact that you don't even recognize her because yeah. she show up as like a well, background. Well, she has a really versatile, um, uh, she really does have a versatile oh, bag of she? voice tricks. Because she just sounds like a sexy dragon. That's like, <laughs> one, like that's the only voice of hers that I recognize. Yeah. You think she wouldn't be able to like modulate? Because she sounds so specific. How could she change I it that much? I want Claudia Black to voice. Did you see everything? the thing where uh, Nolan North and Claudia Black are going to be on whatever like TV show? Oh yeah, that was her name Emily face? Rose. Yeah, yeah, who plays what's her face from Uncharted? She's Elena in Uncharted. Elena Uncharted. Yeah. Elena in Uncharted is on this TV show called Haven. So like on Sci-Fi Network. Or I think so. Like yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, today it was announced that both Nolan North and Claudia Black Black will be doing guest spots so, in different episodes. One... Oh, oh, really? Yeah, they're not. Oh the same no, episode. that would have been great. Well, at least you'll have like her and Nolan North. Oh, yeah. I will watch it. But no, Claudia Black. Claudia Black does good shit. I want her to least... voice the protagonist in the post Shepherd Mass Effect world. Yeah. It... Oh man. If you had a, like like a femme whatever, yeah. femme black. Because I mean, she showed up in all the Mass Effect games. She was the voice of one yeah, of the. Was... Um, she voiced my favorite character in all of Matri- uh, Mass Effect, Matriarch Athia, Liara's father. She was oh, also... that's right. And then she sounds like she she ate like a fucking garbage disposal. For <laughs> yeah, that pretty role. much. She also voices one of the admirals of the um uh like Korean, um uh oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, she's the um... oh, I thought they were all like Persian actresses and shit. We're doing oh, like fuck all the Korean no. stuff. It's like one of them is a British accent. And there's her who has like I can't remember. Oh. I just play only I only played that game a week ago. You Why can't did expect I remember? me to remember this shit? Um yeah, no, it's it yeah. I love Claudia Black. Claudia Black is great. She should be in everything. Have you seen Farscape? No. You would like her. She's one of the main characters. She's I would like her. I have no interest in anything. That else show in which you pass the Muppet farting. <laughs> Like, Josh and Bahari, they had to work really hard to, like, build, please get past them up and party. It gets good. It actually does, it's, it's at least as good as, like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer or something mm-hmm. like that. Well, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, I also can't go back and watch. This this aged better. Okay. They make Buffy the Vampire Slayer, like, 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 they got this big Klingon guy who you'd like because he's all nice and stuff, but he's not a Klingon, and he's like, rrr, rrr. Mm-hmm. They do have a, an old man dressed in S&M gear for half the series, though. He's their, like, primary antagonist. Oh, uh, whatever! I'm just saying it's Claudia Black, though! She spends the I whole show Claudia in skin-tight Black. leather shooting people. 
It's on Netflix for free. Just try out, like, don't even watch the first episode. Skip to, like, like the middle of the third season just or something like that. skip to it and mute it. Every yeah! Time well, then you just kind of, like, <laughs> pour yourself a nice bottle of wine. <laughs> Put on some nice relaxing music. furiously the silent farce game. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Anyway, Claudia Black is the best, and she's wonderful. What did you do this week, Bill? So you finally caught up with Down Abbey? Yeah, I finished Down Abbey. Seriously, I didn't do other than barbecue stuff. Well, like I said, I fell asleep watching 1776. I had people over. We had... Oh, Katie found this great idea of how to cook hot dogs. What you do is you skewer a hot dog, and you spiral cut it. Mm-hmm. And then you grill it that way, so it's kind of splayed out. So, like, more of the outer surface of the hot dog gets caramelized. Hmm. And when you lay it in the bun, you can kind of stretch it out so it kind of fills the whole length of it. You know, because, you know, hot dog buns are usually considerably longer than the hot dogs. Uh-huh. Unless you get the special, like, bun-length hot dogs. And uh, you can stretch it out because, you know, because it kind of turns into a coil. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you can also, because it's uh, spiraled and you kind of stretch it out, like, whatever condiments you go uh, pour it on, it kind of, like, gets into the hot dog. Nice. It's, like, more of, like, just, a, like, entirely a fulfilling hot dog package. Uh-huh. So we did that. That was good. I mean, Yeah, I made my uh, uh, Bill Mudron trademark uh, Lipton uh, onion soup mix uh, white trash uh, burgers. That was good. Yeah. We made steak, chicken... We probably made twice as much food for, like, what you guys made and only had half as many people. Well, it was only, like, me, Dylan, and Katie, and Patrick, and, well, Jen was sick, so uh, Kip and Tara showed up. And, no, it was nice. We just had and shot the shit. Yeah. Um, then I fell asleep when I watched the second half of uh, uh, 1776. I thought you decided to not to watch Downton Abbey because you read the Wikipedia. I did! And now I'm just watching it for reals. I for I just see if there's any details I missed. So uh um well you don't want to hear about Downton Abbey. No, of course I want to hear about Downton Abbey. Have you seen Downton Abbey? Tell, I tried to watch the first episode. What's I wrong? got as far as the dude we talked about this. I got as far as the dude's speech was like Downton Abbey is my life. <laughs> and I was like, nope. No, it is a ridiculous fucking show. It is a so I'm bummed because like, like everyone presented Downton Abbey to me as like this important historical drama. Mm-hmm. It is a fucking soap opera. Yeah. The second episode, there's this whole like weekend at Bernie's thing where someone dies and they have to hide the body <laughs> and shit. And, like, later on, there's, like, a miscarriage that's all kind of like, Ooh, miscarriage and stuff. A soap has to have, like, some sort of weird hook to get me to watch it. And having this be... This, ha- this has a weird hook of a lot of attractive guys and ladies yeah. in, in Edwardian period 1914 gear. Yeah. That's kind of the hook. Well, this is... It's a TV show for people who don't, like, never really had an interest in, like, old English shit, at least sure. if you're American. Because it seems like the most of the people I know who are like in that, in that Down Abbey, they've, they've, they've never really read Jane Austen or anything sure. before, so they're not really aware of the tropes yeah. of this shit. But like the main thrust of Down Abbey is this uh, this family, uh, the, the 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 heirs to this family's fortune, they die on the Titanic, and so they gotta find like a distant cousin to marry off to the oldest daughter in the family because there's no boys; it's only right. women right. Uh, to keep the money in the family. And, uh, of course, uh, the oldest sister, who's supposed to be betrothed to this distant cousin they find that's supposed to marry this older sister, they hate each other. And, of course, over the, series, over the first season, they start falling in love, even though they still kind of hate each other. It's kind of on and off again. Sam and Diane bullshit. But, no, the production design is really beautiful. It's actually well-written for what it is. Like, there's a lot of goofy plot contrivances sure. and stuff. Well, it's but a it's, soap. Casting is fantastic. It's, it's well put together. It's entertaining. It's just not, like, the important piece of entertainment like li- like television literature that some people have kind of played it out to be. yeah but yeah no, 
it's, 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 it's. Ain't nothing wrong. You gotta own your trash, people. And it's got red-headed chick from Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. It's got Egret. You know, no thanks, Jon Snow. She, yeah, she's trying to get a job. She doesn't want to be a maid anymore, and she's trying to get a job with the film company. It's very cute. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's fine. It's got a bunch of handsome... It's got... You know what? It's got hot English women in top hats. That's half of it right there, riding horses, where I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, unless like Mary Poppins showed up, I yeah I don't know. But yeah, that's not bad. So like I'll I'll have to hunt down the second season. We may actually we finished watching Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. uh, like our little TV watching party, and we're looking for something uh, equally ridiculous to watch, in its stead. And so we might actually do the second season of Mount Abbey because it's still it's soap opera. Sure. It just you know instead of tits and uh, swords, it's tea and cakes, I guess. <laughs> You have to come up with another. There's some, gay stuff. Another word for a. No, I've heard that there's gay stuff, but there's not. There's ferocious gay. There's there's gay backstabbing and stuff. I'm just saying. Oh, you'd love it, Mr. Bates. He's this tortured, really nice guy who hobbles around, who has this dark past, and this other lady. She's well, trying he's to the give... Batman, right, or whatever the fuck. Yeah. yeah. You'd like his. I relationship. watched the long. Like I said, I watched the first episode long enough to kind of figure out the lay of the land and go, nope. <laughs> you know, but yeah, you like you could write the rest of the season just watching that first episode. But like I said, it's not bad. It's pretty. Shut up. <laughs> Judging me. If you can like Spider-Man, I can like Downton Abbey. I didn't say you can. It's got fucking Hogwarts Lady. Fuck it. You mean, we've talked about this. Yes, it has McGonagall in it. McGonagall. Why am I, but Maggie Smith. Oh, oh that's. That took way too long to remember. I Maggie wanted Smith's to post the joke on Twitter about how they just finally cast uh, Mance Raider for Game of Thrones. And I was going to post this fake link <laughs> saying it's actually, it's going to be Maggie Smith. And, like, I was going to f- post a fake link saying, what the fuck, you th- why are you posting this? How stupid can you be? That was going to be the URL I was going to have it sent to, but I just didn't get around to it. Welcome to Bill's. I was going to post this fake thing on Twitter. Bill was too busy to make his Maggie Smith Game of Thrones I just love the idea because, like, well, Maggie Smith, that's, like, she's done Harry Potter. She's done uh, Down Navi. Game of Thrones is one of the few movie TV, English-produced TV show movie production things that she has not done yet she's gotta slip her in there somewhere. there are only so many british actors this is true Man, maybe cersei she's gonna get totally so drunk that they're gonna say like suddenly she got so smashed that she woke up as maggie smith there we go it's the last episode you know actually there is a character in game of thrones that maggie smith would be great at oh really uh what's uh i can't remember her name um Zombie. is it the Tyrells? is that the family with the knight of flowers and yeah Marjorie? the Tyrells, yeah the grandma oh there is a grandma well, have you not? You've read the books. I read the first two books. She's the grandma. Oh, have you not read the? They just started. Bring... The Tyrells only become a big thing towards the end of the second book, where they marry off uh, uh, Mar Marguerite Marjorie yeah. yeah. Tyrell to off to uh, what's his face. I'm just saying, grandma shows up and it's great. Who's <laughs> that? She goes. Spoiler. Something cool. Supposedly, people get married. <laughs> anyway, does she get her? Does she show her boobs in the book? Marjorie Which Tyrell? she? She has fantastic boobs. <laughs> Until she takes her top off and realizes she's got little flubby boobs. Anyway, but like, friends, I, I am a we're gonna take a break. That costuming though, friends, you, you like you her, her, her Turian, her Turian tube dress. I'm just saying, come on, you have to at least appreciate what they do to those boobs to make those go. Co- like it's, I'm just saying, a little bit. I'm not a breast man, Bill. Really? What are you? When you have large breasts, it's hard to get excited about them. But you think, okay, boobs. Well, they, they can be boobs are nice. Boobs are nice. You're trying to find them friends. That they breasts also are really lay on nice. top of. Yeah. Breasts are very nice. They're not going to be the first thing I've noticed. You just assume other women's boobs are going to be intimidated by your related Yes, boobs? exactly. You I don't, don't want to be... make anyone else's breasts you don't feel bad about bully? themselves. I don't want to be the cause of low breast esteem. <laughs> 
Hey, friends, on that note, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and talk about the Geek Week in review. I just imagine the saddest chibi boobs. <laughs> Let's go sunning. It's so good for you. Let's go sunning. Need the sky of blue. Greet the sun every morn. Feel as free and happy as the day you were born. Let's go native. Sun your cares away. Be creative. Learn to live and play. Pretty flowers need the sun. This applies to everyone. So if I have Hiroshi Yamauchi visiting a, a geisha-filled kind of gambling den with whores and stuff like that, yeah. you think Nintendo can sue me? Because there's this book called Game Over, uh-huh. which is about the history of Nintendo, where they talk about uh, his daughter, Yoko. No, wait, I forget what her daughter's name is. Is it Yoko? His daughter's name. Yeah, and she's like, daughter. she was so sad, because supposedly when Hiroshi Yamiuchi, being the guy who was the head of Nintendo up until like like 10 years ago, uh, supposedly he would like not show up in, uh, after work. He would just go straight to like the gambling dens. Oh, yeah. And it was, it's insinuated that he was out whoring. Would it be bad if I put that in my book? I don't know if... Because if, if... there's no way they... I like... It is kind of like... Let me put it this way. Would they sue you? No. Would not... they assist you in any way, shape, or form with any sort no. of research you might reach I out to them for? I want Joe I just want to show him showing up at a gambling den. This is why I was posting... Asking people about Yakuza gambling dens, if they have any idea for reference. Then I just want him showing up because I want him gambling. And I'll turn into gambling at the beginning of the book. We flash back oh. to his great-grandfather's... Cause, you know, he was a gambler. That's how he started Nintendo as a card shop for gamblers and stuff. I'm just saying. You, if you what's play your legal up, advice? Give me some legal advice. If you play up the gambling and downplay the horns. That's what I'm saying. No, but there's going to be horses. There's going to be horse and yakuza's in the background, though. Ah, see, that's what I'm saying. He's just horror Jason. It's too much texture. <laughs> if he's horror Jason, I think you're okay. <laughs> horror Jason. <laughs> anyway, this is a Boy Howdy podcast. We're back now. We're eating strawberries. <laughs> Talking about old Japanese men horned up. Particularly wild episode of the Boy Howdy if Podcast. I, if I mention any venereal diseases, he may, he may or may not have. Is that bad? <laughs> anyway, so in this week's um, gaming is embarrassing as a whole. Do you um, actually want to talk about this? I just we can this... touch on this. So this is kind of amazing. Yeah, in this week's corner of ma- making you not want to be a fucking gamer. <laughs> In, in, At least a guy. We've gamer. talked. We've talked in uh, uh, in the past about how one of the things I feel constantly as a gamer is that I, as a woman, am not welcome in, in, in gaming, and I, I talked about it obliquely in like uh, well, overtly in um, uh, game design and the sort of stories that games oh, tell yeah. and that sort of thing. But this week it was more about the culture around gaming, as um, one of the writers at Destructoid. Um, I should hear say that Destructoid does not pay the bulk Was of its it writers. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, he is he is very much so a dude doing it for the love of it. Oh, he wasn't paid. Oh, oh see, no. I have no idea what Destructoid. He was does. an unpaid writer at Destructoid. Oh, okay. Anyway, um, well, he, he was posted a Twitter. Blogger. Oh, yeah. Okay. He posted a Twitter. He posted at Felicia Day. Tweeted at her like half a dozen times in yeah. one like on Saturday night within the span of about fifteen minutes, basically saying, "Hey, Felicia Day, why do you matter? What have you contributed to gaming at at at, at large?" Um, aren't you just a glorified booth babe? I see. I could be with him all the way up until the booth babe comment because I could see like she does do stuff. I'm not saying she doesn't do anything, 
But she does, like, it's, she, her and Will Wheaton, this kind of the cult of geek personality where they're just automatically thrust up as, like, the big totems of geekdom. I would say there is a they cult of personality were... around in, in any community. There are yeah. always those people. And they do shit. No, and they, they both get back. shit done. Yeah, I'm not saying they don't do anything. But I get a little tired when everyone's default to, like, geek personalities on, on the internet are always Felicia Day and Will Wheaton. Name another one. That's what I'm saying. But it's not their fault. It's like no one stepped up to kind of share that spotlight. That's why you can't blame yeah. Felicia Day and Will Wheaton. And I'll just say, what have you done? Why do you this? matter? That's the bullshit because uh, Felicia Day, she's worked her ass off See, putting that's the, the guild thing. together. Yeah. She did five seasons of the guild independently. I mean, I'm like, Writing I, all that shit, yeah. just getting it off the ground to begin with was a Herculean like, effort. Yeah, do, doing all the funding and shit. Then she goes on to write and do all the whole the whole guild comic spinoffs of Dark Horse. Yeah. She it's, does, it's, she teams with Bioware to do, I mean, we you guys, if you I, even if you're not a Felicia Day fan, if you do a cursy, cursory Wikipedia, yeah. I mean, I like Felicia Day. I got, I got a kerfuffled when I met her on an elevator at PAX last year. So I'm, I should be the last person going, well, I think he may be right. But, you know, but I, I could see from his perspective from a certain angle why you'd at least... Not not to be tweeting at her, fucking with <laughs> see, her. See, this is the thing. But I can see if you're just like on your Twitter, just saying, "Why does Felicia May matter?" Or like, "What like what has she done? Why should we keep it?" Like, I'm not even saying I'm agreeing with her, but I can see why you wouldn't even think those thoughts. But just to get online with her, Felicia, damn, fuck you. Well, people are always dicks on the internet. This is what this basically guy was you can't. Being but this guy, he was shitheaded. And I love how when he was called on it. And he apologized. So he he gets called on it. Um, the nerds attack him. So of course, now that he's being attacked, he pulls back. Yeah. And uh, Destructoid fires him. And as much as you can fire an unpaid, it was like two hours after this happened too. It was pretty yeah. goddamn quick. Yeah. yeah. And um, then he has to deal with all the internet fallout. Yeah. He. I love that part of his. He apologized to Felicia today in the most transparent. I like how he's like he people keep yelling and he was like yeah but I learned my lesson I'm like dude it's eight hours later no I'm just gonna say that you didn't learn your lesson even if you learned the lesson today it is not it hasn't sunk in where the hell happened yeah so I love the fact that like we can talk about this and like still no one really knows his no one's ever gonna remember <laughs> no this guy they're gonna remember what he Ryan did Ryan Perez. Good luck remembering that a week from there now. You, you still remember who anyway, he is. Anyway, um, uh, yeah, no. So this this guy, he, uh, he part of his apology to her. One of the first things he says is, "Well, I thought it was a personal message to you, and that no one That's else would see." That is your a excuse. That is your primary thing. I thought it was a personal assault. I thought insulting you. I, I didn't know that insult. I would do it publicly in a way that other people could see and come to your. So defense. it's not that he's apologizing to her. He's just saying I didn't realize that other other people would be angry at me for being a dickhead. Uh. Yeah. It's just, like, really an um, unfortunate thing. It's like, we have very few... The guy got what he was coming to him. He it's did. not like he did this and no one found out and he just kept on being a dick. He'll never do it again. You can say what you want about the cult of personality. There are only so many women in nerd culture that you can point to as contributors to nerd culture that are successful. Yeah. Don't pick on one of the one ladies we got, you know? Yeah. Jesus Christ. I anyway. Could, I, if he were just like, well, why were you in a crappy Bioware... I will. I mean, I will be the first thing to say. I like the guild. I thought all of the the Dragon Age stuff was just kind of embarrassing. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Even if you have a problem with Felicia Day, you gonna there's legitimate things you kind of be like. I'm hey, not gonna Felicia? give her a free pass, but that doesn't mean you have the, any no. right to pick. Well, that's her. when he starts with the glorified booth babe stuff. She's no what? She's not a glorified booth babe. Yeah. Like, how do you even begin to make that? And she I, makes I, her I own even, content. Even, she writes all of her shit. Even pulling oh. back from that, why do you matter? Like, what the hell is that even supposed to what mean? What does that mean? Yeah, that's just... Well, fuck you. What, is the, what does he expect the response to that to be? 
That's nothing. What, it's I, trolling. He either has trolling. to be extraordinarily stupid or he was actually just drunk. Because I can't imagine. Why yeah. do you even tweet that at somebody and pretend to be any kind of professional and expect yeah. anything other than to get fucking destroyed by yeah. the community? And so, of course, now the other hand of this has been, <sighs> well, well freedom the... of speech is being oppressed. Yeah. And it's only because she's a woman that oh, this is happening. Oh, is, is he, has he said that? or is that? Oh, no, this is his defender. Because I heard this, but I, like, I, I I was so fucking frustrated by this, I just didn't even pay attention to a certain point. I did love that one of the fucking dudes Jesus. who did, um, so we're going to touch on this in a second, but there, so there's the whole women in, uh, trope, uh, women versus tropes thing in games. Yeah. That whole Kickstarter, we'll touch on that in a second. Um, one of the, there, as a counter to that, there is an Indiegogo for misandry in games that's about um, anti-dude stuff in gaming. I saw which, not to that. say that that is not present but you know basically is there the counter that is there, is there that much their argument what do you consider a misandry like shooting guys well, in call of duty because you're shooting men their argument the... is that whereas in gaming well if you're offended by the fact that all women are shown as big titty skinny bitches well all the dudes are crazy buff like impossible ideals of manhood i don't think sexually like that's the thing it's like it's not um a sexualization and an objectification it is um a power fantasy yeah that's the difference and women don't feel empowered when they see like a half-naked lady doing anything yeah yeah anyway yeah so the, what are the dudes behind they, at most they might think oh it must be summertime sale on bikinis <laughs> and american apparel so and, but that's not empowering the um uh one of the dudes behind this indiegogo actually tweeted at this writer who got in this indie uh, this which got a fleece, a fle- yeah and, oh i and was like hey man we're right there with you can you oh, put out no. the word with our campaign oh, no. and even this guy granted this guy is literally being reamed by the internet for sniffing at felicia day he goes no, dude, it's not wrong. There's totally like he's like I can't. There are douchebags like me in gaming, and you, I can't. That's even pretty bad touch when gaming's Hitler. Exactly. You know what? I can't go with your man. When the villain, exactly. You're, too, you're you're beyond the pale. You're too far, one. bro. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking. What's uh, wrong with people? The internet is oh dopey. So the other the other um, I put forehead lime smack strawberries. You could try I'm that. I thought that, that would be like what? If that um, were daiquiri, you'd drink it. The uh, I don't like daiquiris. You don't like lime. I love lime. I don't like daiquiris. Two different things. Anyway, friends. I've never had a daiquiri. I don't know what they taste like, but I thought it would be like a fruity concoction. Pretend we're on a desert beach. <laughs> Pretend like I'm half naked Tom Hardy and I just squirted my lime on your star. Dear Lord. That's, you know what? So, I just. Moving on. Some other well, uh, well-intentioned man on the internet created a flash game where you can um, punch the uh, lady behind the females. Uh, Anita, versus, what's her name? Sarkeesian. Yeah. Where you could punch her. And when confronted with the fact that maybe this is not an okay thing, his response was, well, if it was a dude, you wouldn't care. In fact, he did a, what was his name, Jack Thompson? Yeah, he's done Jack Thompson. Yeah. Some other, this just happened to be the first lady he did. This doesn't yeah. help, though, but the, the text accompanying the Flash game was like, this lady's yeah, like ripped off. Yeah, shut this bitch up. Yeah. Yeah, and oh yeah, like, his that, that was, like... That was more the offensive thing than even the game. Because at least if it was just the game he, he just put up online without any comment, at least you could yeah. kind of pretend for a moment that... He was just like, yeah, exactly. Well, who cares? Yeah, part of the but, copy accompanying the game basically says he that this woman stole one hundred sixty thousand dollars from. That's four when, innocents. yeah, that's when you just realize he's fucking lying slash crazy slash yeah. fucking super douchebag. He's a douchebag for putting that up to begin with. But um, this also kind of falls along the line, Andy, the same lines. Andy, but of... No, what you're doing right now is white knighting. <laughs> be careful about it. You have to let everyone fend for themselves. You I shouldn't like, be. There are some things where it's like you have to explain uh, to people why depicting a battered woman is wrong. From a like technical point of view, he's done this to men. No one complained. You put up a lady. Yeah. I could see like from if you're a robot, <laughs> I could see it like what happened. <laughs> but yeah, no, you put up a thing where you beat up a woman. 
was like, women do have skinnier arms. I don't want to fucking suggest you're beating the shit out of them. That made me sound a little bit sexist, but yeah, there is a difference. No, it's, Fuck it's, you. it's genuinely like, not to say that domestic abuse and that, that sort arms. of shit doesn't happen to men, because it can and does. It's one of those things like rape. I keep on joking about women having skinny arms this week. I realized it because we watched uh, Game of Thrones, and at the end of the last Clearly episode, you weren't like me rewatching Korra, because ain't nobody has skinny arms in oh, Korra. We, talk, we should have been talking about that. <laughs> and no, uh, what's his name? Call Drogo. He makes a joke about how, like, weak people having skinny arms. <laughs> And Daenerys sees him again in her dream. Anyway, so, man. Yeah, what I have learned is that trying to be um, a pro lady and a gamer is just exhausting. It can be done, but don't look at the internet. It's yeah. kind of one of those things where at least don't look at it too long or just... At least, you know, these guys are still in the fringe. At least, at least almost everyone came down on these guys. At least whatever defense there was of these guys got pretty, yeah. like, pretty shut down pretty quickly. Oh, did you see the first thing that, like, Justin McElroy did when, uh... This the the Flash game guy when this news starts spreading around today, he found the guy's deviant art page where he's drawing uh, art of uh, like all the Sonic the Hedgehog characters. Oh yeah, and so that's how other people were like tearing down this guy, like posting all of his crappy video game fan art. Aww. And that was hilarious. I though. like the idea that that is what took him down. Not not necessarily not, not the fact that he's wrong and stupid. The fact that he drew video game fan art is what kind of, like, really kind of soured him on a lot of people. That's so sad. Yeah. And even that, yeah, that's kind of sad and pathetic even on top of what did you see, um, he was doing. Did you read the really good article on um, yes. The Escapist this week that was basically about maybe why you don't show rape in gaming or belittle rape? No, was and it this? was oh, it was an anonymous submission from a man who had been raped. And it was really interesting to read the By comments. I don't know. Yeah. It shouldn't matter, but... Yeah. It's pretty bad. When and you hear about a guy being raped, you have to feel like, why, really? <laughs> I know, exactly. It is like that was what was amazing, because reading all the comments, comparing that to, like, some of the articles that have been on Kotaku lately and stuff like that, there were women saying, hey, maybe don't talk about sexual abuse because, you know, it is a thing that happens yeah. to people. It has happened to me. It was great to read the comments on these things. What were they it's saying? like, well, no, it's like, oh, I never thought of it that way. That happens to humans. Like these people are I, so stupid that they can't even begin to fathom like. It's just amazing. And like I read a thing on Reddit where a dude, um, there was some thing floating around on the gaming subreddit that uh, they were posting women dressed as Misty, but like hot Misty from Pokemon. Yeah. And this one dude was like, oh, I want karma. I will post this picture of a <laughs> girl dressed that. as Misty. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Well, the thing is, is that then he kept getting all these messages from people, sorry, uh, th- who th- thought he was the woman and just totally, and he just posted this thing like, it's hard to be a woman on the internet. <laughs> I got so oh, many unsolicited dicks today. He was just a really ugly woman. Well, no, it was a hot woman dressed as Misty. This is a picture he posted. He was just going, trying to get the karma, and instead he got the other side of it, which was all oh. the unsolicited. Hey, baby, how you doing? Do you want to catch my pokeballs? I want to wear your vaginal lips as a meat hat. <laughs> That's that right. Kind of yeah, exactly. It was really funny because he was actually shocked and appalled. It's like, it's called the grass, yeah, bitch. Really and he, you know, like, on the other like, side. Like, just, just a couple minutes of exposure to how, like, like women live in these situations. Well, it's such a huge eye-opener to these guys. It just shows how their eyes are closed all the fucking time. It's ridiculous. It's just... These guys have no fucking imagination. Oh, the internet. Beyond themselves. That's how, like, self-absorbed they are. Speaking of Man, imagination. Not like me. Well, I do all, I see all, I'm all like, hey, what's up, baby? <laughs> You're an enlightened white man. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sensitive to your needs. I'm gonna fart in your... Yeah. Strawberries. Uh-huh. It's gonna be beautiful. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the Higgs boson particle. What do you know about it? <laughs> I keep on trying to figure this shit out. Patrick tried to explain it to me. Our friend Patrick, he's super into physics and stuff. He stayed up to watch the live announcement 
like at like fucking three a.m. our time in England or whatever when they actually announced the the actual confirmation that this was. Well, they still it doesn't sound like they're one hundred percent confirmed, but like ninety nine point nine nine nine. science, you know. Yeah. They gotta... Well, the thing is that they, like you know it, because it's subatomic particle stuff. There's no way to actually document what the particle is. You have to just have, just have to measure what the effects are mm-hmm. and assume whatever like mm-hmm. causes these effects are the particle. So. It's not like you can take a picture of the particle and put it up yeah. on Wikipedia and say, we found it! But, yeah. What's been, what's been the most fun is, it's kind of like um, with the Titanic movie being released and all the people saying, do you know Titanic is a real story? Just looking at that whole um, uh, misadventure. Yeah. What's been great about the whole Higgs boson particle is that it's also known as a God particle. That oh, I saw this, It yeah. doesn't, like, a lot of people say, oh, you know, it's, it doesn't, you know, don't know for sure that it exists, but its existence means this and this and this. Well, a lot of the idiots are just hearing <laughs> the God particle exists. It proof of the existence of God. Full stop. Yeah, if you if you like went onto Twitter and Google, oh, just just God do, particle Twitter atheists. For, God, yeah. It was just fucking ridiculous. You know, it was like believers one, atheists zero. Oh, well, we got these atheists on the run. We used our own <laughs> science against them. It's just like, it's just. I was reading a thing that the reason why it's called the God Particle is the dude who, one of the dudes who wrote about it, wrote an article called the Goddamned Particle because um, it was so oh, yeah. goddamn difficult to document. Oh, really? But they wouldn't let him publish that, so it just got shortened to the Maybe God Particle. Maybe the picture, I guess it's of, his, of Higgs, like when they crying. actually announced he was crying. Because so he wrote sweet. the paper about it like, like fucking 50 years ago. Yeah. And all six guys who wrote that paper, like, at, like six, back in the 60s, surmising that this particle exists, they're all still alive and they were around to see this goddamn uh, thing get confirmed. It's a good day for science. Yeah! So I still don't understand it. all sounds like Half-Life bullshit to me, <laughs> but I'm glad it worked out. That's right. Well, I guess, like, this is like, like I guess they uh, do keep on finding crazy uh, elementary particles. Uh, I think the last one they found was like 1995 or something. Yeah. And it sounds like they're going to keep the Large Hadron Collider going because they don't know what the fuck crazy particles can fly out of that depending yeah. on how they run that machine. Throwing science at the wall. Which, that does sound like some Half-Life shit. We got the giant <laughs> machine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're just gonna keep it running. See what happens. <laughs> Thanks, science. God so, damn. Ghostbusters, the Ghostbusters 3 movie has new writers. It was the original... Oh, I already wrote... Okay, I'm sorry. I'm misreading our thingy. I'm tired. The the dudes who had done the last pass on Ghostbusters 3... Only did I say Ghostbusters or did I say Ghost Rider? I can't remember. Is it clear that Ghost Rider has more cultural <laughs> resonance with me than Ghostbuster? I just want to make a notice this because the office writers, who the episodes I've seen that they've written weren't very good, mm-hmm. they got booted off the project. Supposedly they do have new writers, no one's confirmed who they are. I'm just, man. Ghostbusters 3. That movie's still never happening. Did you ever play the Ghostbusters game that came out a couple years no. ago? That was essentially Ghostbusters 3. That was the plot that like uh, Dan Aykroyd wanted to make oh, yeah? a third Ghostbusters movie about the Ghostbusters going to hell. That they essentially turned that into the game. So even if you want to, I don't even know why he cares about Ghostbusters three. It's so weird. Anyway, so but it's yeah, one of those things that like who who asked for it. It's like he wants the royalty check, and I can't imagine what else what else he cares about. It's like all the actors who are Dan too old. Yeah, because he's got to buy more of those crystal stones <laughs> to put vodka in. No, supposedly that's what this news came from. All Ghostbusters three news in the last two or three years have all come from, like, whatever he's been saying while, like, shilling this goddamn Crystal Skull vodka <laughs> around the country. Uh, oh, Dan Christ. Aykroyd, you crazy weirdo. Um, as I mentioned before, yeah, Fury Road, the new Mad Max movie, is, they just started filming, I think, within the last week or so. And it's so uh, exciting. Uh, the photos came from the set of them running around fucking Africa with the goddamn trucks and bomb-shaped cars oh, and shit like that. Man. So I'm glad to see that actually film is rolling, even if everyone dies of leukemia. <laughs> 
on <laughs> that set Genghis tomorrow. Khan scale level yeah, of terrible exactly. things At happening. least there will have been filmed footage of the fourth Mad Max movie yeah. out there. I just hope that, that that is another movie where all I expect of it is a ridiculous good time. Well, you were talking about you were hoping that uh, Tom Hardy was growing that beard for that movie. Maybe that's yeah. what he was doing. Because they, they, like, yeah. And just shaved-headed Charlie's Theron. Oh, speaking of magazines, I'm in Nintendo Power this week. Oh, yeah. Did I mention this? You you mentioned it to me briefly before last week's Uh, podcast. The wonderful Phil Theobald from the Player One podcast. He is also a writer for Nintendo Power, and he interviewed me about a month ago uh, about my... Oh... Valve movements? You'll have to percolate there. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, all my gases came out. Um, no, he interviewed, me, uh, he interviewed me about the Zelda and Mario maps that I've drawn. Oh, that's awesome. That I'm selling right now. I was going to say, all of your copyright infringement is in the Nintendo Power. So they can't, legally can't, I'm prohibited from suing me. Now, well, now I've opened up an invitation to sue me by talking about how the founder of Nintendo is a whore monger. Um, whore adjacent. Whore adjacent. Oh, so yeah, anyway, if you go out and find the July issue of Nintendo Power, I think it's like the big Wii U reveal on there. Um, yeah, you'll see some shit That's about very me, exciting. So. Um, but yeah, we're excited about Mad Max. Um, what is more um, not so exciting is poor Chuck E. Cheese poor got Chuck poochied. Chuck E. Cheese! Man, do you care? You know, have you ever been to a Chuck E. Cheese? Yes, I grew up at Chuck E. Cheese. Because to me, I like I always think of the Haiti. I think the Haiti of like Chuck E. Cheese and like Showbiz Pizza was kind of like the early eighties, like right when you were being born. I, know I it's had existed a all Chuck this E. Time. Cheese birthday party. Oh, did you? yes? Oh, what yeah. was this? Like, what Actually, no, that's not true. I could never. We could. We did not. That's right. Because it was stuff. expensive. Yeah. But I went to many of them. Yeah. With the weird animatronic band performing for you, and, and the pizza that tasted like cardboard. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. But I remember, it, I was still young enough that I was more interested in the ball pit and stuff. Okay, yeah, like more And, like, wandering around stuff, yeah. through the mazes and shit than I was in, like, the, the this, play structure. Would this been, like, uh, like, Kansas or something? That probably would have been Kansas. Kansas and Georgia. Okay, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, well, no, I well, I never had enough tokens to play in the arcade game, so I'd burn right through Because I think a part of the party package is, like, everyone gets, like, like like a dollar's worth of tokens or exactly. something. That's just enough to kind of, like, do one stupid thing, and then yeah. you get, like, two two little tickets out of whatever yeah. machine you put them in, and you're supposed to go up to the counter and, like, redeem I'm pretty sure I got some slappy bands out of that shit, you know? Yeah. Some, some, like, fruit-scented pencils and crap, you know? <laughs> but, yeah, no, so poor Chuck E. Cheese. go to Chuck E. Cheese now! Well, apparently, we t- I think we talked about this briefly last week, they serve alcohol at Chuck E. Cheese. You should Google like Chuck E. Cheese, um, like <laughs> violent, like what is it? If you look up the, Go- the Chuck E. Cheese um, Wikipedia entry, they have like a whole section about um, how serving alcohol at Chuck E. Cheese has resulted in all these terrible disputes. <laughs> like, there's a huge number of domestic disputes that happen at Chuck E. Cheese just because. Uh, there's no alcohol in the actual thing. Wait, I'm just gonna Google Chuck E. Cheese alcohol. <laughs> I'm just saying it's a really bad idea. Um, but anyway, yeah, no, so Chuck E. Cheese, he got redone in, like, the early 90s or something like that. I remember yeah. he had, like, a, he had a helmet and, like, a t-shirt well, and stuff. Well, back in the day, he just had, like, kind of vest and a bowler hat on, Yeah, and that see, was I remember it. that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, apparently Chuck E. Cheese got re-redesigned. The, the part of this that's the funniest, <laughs> Phil's now reading an incident of domestic... Chuck- <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese, a chain of pizzerias and arcade play spaces often used by uh, used to host kids' birthday parties, has become a hot spot for violent brawls between adults. <laughs> Multiple fights have broken out at locations across the country, many captured on cell phone videos and posted to YouTube. These incidents have shined an unusual spotlight on this family-friendly restaurant chain that has been around since 1977. Oh, yep. God. Oh, uh, in Susquehanna, Pennsylvania... 
Local authorities have been called to that location 17 times <laughs> over the course of 18 months. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it got crowded, and kids would run in, eat, uh, run into each other and fight over games, which would lead to the parents getting involved in fights. Oh, my God. This needs to be a reality show. I know, right? Oh, my God. Anyway, yeah, so... But, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so in, like, the mid-90s, I guess they're, like, turned Chuck E. Cheese. They kept the same basic design, mm -hmm. but, yeah, they put them, like, in, in skater gear. Mm -hmm. With skater gear, it's, like, Christian but family skater gear. Yeah, he had a helmet, elbow pads. Knee, elbow pads. Yeah. It was the crappy, like, McDonald's kid's meal. So now they've re him. Yeah. And now he's got, like, a guitar. He redesigned him from the ground up. Now he's, like, a little CGI mouse with, like, big ears. He doesn't even look like the same guy. Yeah, yeah. he does He's a great rat. But the best it. part of this whole story is yeah. that part of the rebranding is that the guy who's been voicing Chucky oh, this, for, like, this... the last 20 years no longer is voicing Chucky, and he found this out by hearing about the announcement of the new Chucky Cheese, and he posted this screed to his Facebook page. It's basically like, well, I just hope that in my tenure as Chucky that I turn children <laughs> to the glory of Jesus Christ. <laughs> and he's like, I can't even read all Did of it. Did he spell Jesus? <laughs> Jesus is like J dot Jesus Christ. Oh, oh Jesus. man. Yeah. Why don't they call him Chucky? Not they re they, they rebranded Chucky e. Cheese. Why don't they call him fucking Chucky e. Cheese instead of Chuck Dat Dot E? Just call him Chucky e. Cheese. You know, as in Chucky, like like the doll. But his middle name is like Edward. That's just so stupid. <laughs> they just come. I wonder if they still have the rest of the band, like the Purple Munch Monster and Pasquale and all those. Yeah, that, that's one of the things I was I loved about Chuck E. Cheese mm -hmm. was his half-assed attempt to make it seem like there was this whole cadre oh, yeah. of, of buddies that he had that, yeah. that kids cared about. Like, there was <laughs> no. this mythology. Yeah. It's like, oh, there's Pasquale. Everyone loves him. The well, Italian like... stereotype. We don't know who he is. The robot screwed well, It's totally like McDonald's when I was a kid. Yeah. When you were a kid, it was like, it wasn't only Ronald. It was like the Hamburglar and yeah. like the Fry Guys and the the Chicken McNugget people. Yeah, and through the marketing, they're trying to make it sound like there's this whole like... There's this whole world. universe that you were supposed to know. Don't you want to live from. there? Yeah, and we have no context for any of this shit. It's just like, well, there's a random guy doing stuff. It was a terrifying glimpse into this <laughs> yeah. alternate world. You it's like visiting a weird family while you're on vacation, like someone's house, and everyone's yeah. kind of horrifying. And you kind of get, get a glimpse into the relationships, but you just want to get away. <laughs> exactly. You just feel uncomfortable. You, yeah, you're kind of knee deep. You feel like you're interrupting. <laughs> exactly. I want to go home, mommy. <laughs> Well, see, I remember, I vaguely remember that Chuck E. Chuck e. Cheese was rebranded during, when I was, like, a teenager. Yeah. And I remember I went to a Chuck E. Cheese party for, like, with my little sister or something like yeah. that. And I remember being weirded out because they'd rebranded and everything, but they didn't change any of the animatronic machines because they couldn't afford to. Oh, no, they awkwardly put new clothes on the existing Chucky. <laughs> I bet you that's why. Yeah, sweaters half hanging off the bodies. <laughs> I bet you that's why they didn't, like, totally change his design, because then they could just use the existing animatronic Well, exactly, because now, I wonder, are they, they going to, like, put in brand new animatronic robots in, like, the three locations left well, in the I country? Think, I think that with Chuck E. Cheese, I mean, by the time, last time I went, like, they, which granted was 
like still yeah a long time yeah. ago yeah they had switched to a lot of because when I went as a kid oh, it was almost TV all monitors? animatronic yeah lots yeah. of TV monitors there was like a Chucky and like one of his sidekicks and then he would address TV monitors oh, okay. that would well, show see the interesting thing really about this is that it's a CGI Chucky which yeah. suggests that there's gonna be cartoons now instead of like the animal yeah. which makes sense because it's it's got to be cheaper to produce like a like a small bunch of CGI Chucky G's cartoons yeah and just put TV screens in in the, yeah. in the theaters. And just rather than like replace all the fucking animatronics, I know, and re- yeah. yeah, man, that's actually because that's like that would kind of signal the end of the animatronic kids pizza theater. Bullshit. Say, it as much as there ever was an Which era has been going of on it for almost past. as long as I've been alive. Yeah. yeah, that's such a stupid thing that I I hate to see the sunset <laughs> on that weird ass idea. Yep. That's what we're going strong for the better part of forty years now. But yeah. Chuck E. Cheese, we hardly knew you. That's right. All right. God. Um, continuing on Bill's list, and I have to pretend to be interested in this one. Halo 2 might be getting an HD read. I get I just, there was nothing that happened this week, because it's being 4th of July weekend, nothing yeah. interesting happened. So, when I was telling Annie this morning, when I put together the Geek Week Review, literally, it was like three items. The podcast would have been five minutes long, so I fleshed, I threw in everything I could find on the internet. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like, the rumors are Halo 2 may be getting an HD remake, just like the Halo Combat Evolved did last year. No one knows any details, because right now it's a rumor. Everyone's just hoping uh, all the multiplayer stuff is uh, also remade because that was Halo 2's legacy. It was the first Halo game that you could play online. Yeah. And they shut down the servers through the original version of Halo 2 a couple years ago. And that was Aww. fun. So, yeah. moo, 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 who gives a shit? Right? Right. Now, I can read this because this gets lengthy. <laughs> Unless you want to read it. <laughs> no, I will read it. Uh, Blizzard came right out and admitted that, the, that they thought that Diablo 3's item hunt treadmill game design turned out to be less sustainable uh, than they had anticipated. Uh, which actually just really means that, well, I had heard, been hearing a lot of people who were still playing Halo 3, or uh, Blizzard 3, mm-hmm. that they were bummed that no one else was playing the game. Because you can play online with other people, but everyone was talking about how, like, like everyone stopped playing it. So Blizzard actually came out and uh, actually admitted this week that they didn't talk about any kind of numbers or anything like that. But uh, the game turned out to be, yeah, less sustainable than they had imagined. And, like, there's no real plot in, in, in Blizzard 3. Yeah. Or, or, wait, Diablo 3. What are yeah. we talking about? Diablo 3. It, it's all just it. It's, it really is just grinding for gold and weapons and stuff like that. And it sounds like, yeah, people must be uh, abandoning the game much faster than they anticipated in order to actually come out and kind of, like, they try to get along... They, they try to get out ahead of, like, the bad PR that's starting to brew about the game. Even yeah. though the game's only been out for two months. And it's just interesting that Blizzard would be... I came back to other companies kind of getting out, out ahead of this, like, bad PR that's just beginning to brew, just come actually yeah. come out and admit, like, okay, yeah, maybe this game wasn't as robustly designed as it could have been. So. Yeah. I thought that was kind of interesting. I wonder what or the results of this will be. Yeah. Because they even came out and said, like, Diablo 3 is not meant to be, world like, World of Warcraft where they're going to be putting out tons of expansions or anything like that. Right. The game they put out is kind of the game. They, they could put yeah. out patches and stuff like that, yeah. but it's not really meant to have, like, tons of content packs. They're at, at least coming out anytime soon. Well, aren't the, aren't the like, pr- not, not prisons, but, like, the dungeons or anything like that aren't they randomly generated they're kind of randomly generated but only kind of they are but not so much that really you're still going this through, through the same dungeons in the same order and stuff sure. like that and it's just like maybe you'll turn right instead of turn left but you're still going after the same bullshit yeah. this is, it's 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 not that interesting um yeah and well, the, well the, the thing is like the game is designed that like on different difficulties the game kind of becomes a different kind of game to, because like as the harder the game gets you have to play much more defensively yeah and, uh, and I guess that, like... You have to be more of an airbender than a firebender? Be the leaf. <laughs> but I guess, yeah, the, that still wasn't enough to kind of keep people playing. And which sucks, because, you know, that's... 
don't know. People are still playing Diablo 2, you know? Yeah, so, I, like, <coughs> I wonder if, like, people are abandoning Diablo 3 much faster than they ever abandoned Diablo 2 or something. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what happened for them to actually come out and kind of pretty much Well, I mean, they, they took away a lot of the things that kind of sustain a community, like the whole mods thing. <sighs> well, that's and, true with the know. constant online connection that already, like, set a lot of people against the game to begin with. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, know. you gotta, you gotta, you can take things away, but you gotta give something, too. Yeah, that's true. And all they gave was, like, you can make money. So by the way, that's that, that that's not really news. I'm not. That's not even that interesting to me, except for like the, the PR move. It's well, no, it's remarkable. Yeah. In gaming, you don't often have. Excuse me. You'll have people say, "I made a mistake," but it will be years later. That's what I'm saying. And this is for a game that's only uh, two months out, and it's not like tons of people are really complaining about it. They kind of just made it more of an issue than it actually is by now, yeah. just by talking about it. But yeah. the fact that they kind of nipped that in the bud. Yeah. And even they admitted they didn't even come out with any kind of bullshit like we're looking into fixing it. They yeah. came out and honestly said we thought this was going to be more sustainable than it yeah. is, and it's not. Yeah. And they're they're pretty open to saying yeah we don't know what we're going to do but we're going to try to do something to help you guys. So, yeah. Yeah, well, that's interesting. Good on y'all. Yeah. So yeah. Nintendo announced that the 3DS and uh, Wii U will share a unified account system. You tell me how that's exciting. You get to, I was really it's, searching it's, for stuff for this week's No, it's, it's really adorable for Nintendo to, like, announce, like, it's a thing that they're going to do things that exist on every other system. That exists on every other system since, yeah. like, 2007. Yep. yep. Unified account system. Oh, my God, Nintendo. So, so interesting and unique. Yeah. <laughs> it's unique. That's, that's their thing with the Wii U, so. Oh, Nintendo. We're, we're being the unique. That's right. Ugh. Um... Pants. Bill, you feel exciting certain. podcast. <laughs> I'm feeling the energy in the air. <laughs> read my uh, list of arbitrary uh, stuff I came up with today. What I'll read the next thing. I got else? more energy. What I can feel else? Annie's Annie's uh, lust for this podcast just like going. <laughs> uh, Nintendo had a Q and A with investors this week, which is fucking hilarious. Yeah. So I guess in Japan. Uh, they have this thing where, like, Nintendo will just field questions from investors. Sure. And, like, put out a big, like, uh, printed Q&A thing. Yeah. And the questions they they choose to answer all aren't necessarily about the business. They had uh, questions about people complaining that Nintendo's headquarters is too hard to find. <laughs> when they want to come to the meeting to talk yeah. about investor stuff. That's and so adorable. it's like they're trying to politely, like, we're sorry, our... Our location is hard to find, but we'll try to do do some. Maybe we'll send buses for you in the future. <laughs> no, this is hilarious. No, the big thing here is that uh, six months ago, when uh, Miyamoto he was talking to uh, Chris Kohler from Wired, uh, he had said something about how he was uh, going to be stepping down from his current position at no, Nintendo, overseeing all the video game development mm-hmm. to focus on more of his own personal little little projects at the studio. Sure. Not that he was retiring in general, right? But that's what a lot of people thought that meant. That's I when the news came out. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh my god, Miyamoto's retiring, and uh, that's what other people interpreted. But the original, the guy who wrote the original article, he was steadfast in saying. No, he's not retiring, but we... Yeah. He's we, not. He's going to be out of a managerial position. It'll but be then, a yeah, but then position. Nintendo kind of came out and tried to make it sound like Wired had intentionally misconstrued what Nintendo was, or what Miyamoto was saying. Yeah. But no, in this uh, Q&A thing, Miyamoto came out, it's, it's it re- exactly reiterated what he had told Wired six months ago, just saying, again, yeah, that he's just stepping down from uh, being a general overseer, just to kind of mm-hmm. like doing his own little project, still working for Nintendo. He's making games yeah. for Nintendo. But he's just making his own little, like, you know, like, his own like, little five or six person team yeah. rather than overseeing hundreds and hundreds of people. And so that was kind of vindication for Wired. Yeah. That they were like, we didn't, 
this translate or anything like that. He yeah. just said exactly what we said six months ago. I yeah. would be more interested in seeing Miyamoto making more games anyway. Than yeah, just exactly. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a sweet guy. And the, all the best games he's ever made were like the original 8-bit Nintendo games yeah. that he made back in the day with like tiny little teams that he wanted to get back to. So that's not a yeah. bad thing. I don't know. So it's not, you know, the end of the world, but I don't know. Poot. So we this week we got to see in in uh, pictures we saw on the internet news oh, the first still of uh, from uh, Neil Blomkamp who did um, District Nine yeah. his next movie Elysium the first still came out of it which is a shaved headed um, Matt Damon with cray cray with uh, uh with this crazy ass weapon that has like this whole gun like he's got his arm his this, arm gear he's got like this this not tater arm brace yeah uh Tinker Toys not Tinker Toys. What's the thing? Like armature, like steel armature on his arm and yeah. shit? Oh, yeah, like, um, uh, Tinker, yeah, Tinker Joyce. Isn't that Tinker Joyce? Erector set. That's what Erector we're thinking Erector set, yes. Yeah! Look, it it's kind of like, oh, it's being Mad Erector Max, set. my favorite part of Mad Max, when he get an Erector set in his leg because he gets run over in the second movie. Yes! So the third movie, he's got an Erector set on his leg. It's in lieu of a cast. Yeah. I love Mad Max. <laughs> Mad Max I hope he's, assuming that Tom Hardy's playing the same Mad Max, I hope he's still wearing that Erector set on his leg in the fourth <laughs> movie. I'll be looking for that when the trailer comes out. I just want it to be crazy, batshit ridiculous. Just like, so, the weirder, the better. That's what I say. Man... Isn't there a bunch of sexy ladies supposed to be in that movie, too? Because I saw the plot of the Mad Max movie supposed to be involving the five wives or something like that. I don't hmm. know what that is. I don't know. So I, I, all I know is ladies. Tom Hardy and Charlize Theron. That's in all the I desert. Know. Yeah. All I know is that Charlize Theron does some brutal shit to Mad Max. That's all I know. How do you know? Well, she had, um, when she was doing the round for Prometheus, they're like, so what are you going to do in Mad Max? Read the love interest. And she said, I have no, I've gotten to the point in my career where I don't want to do that anymore. I want to do movies like Young Adult. I want to do movies where I get to be the evil queen in Snow White and Huntsman. Well, that's, that was my first thought. It's like, it's like Charlize Theron and Auntie's costume. That was my (laughs) first thought. I was like, hell yeah. I like Charlize Theron. And I'm, she said that, um, she read the script and she's like, it is unfortunate the things I do to Max. Oh, very cool. It wasn't clear in what capacity she was very oblique but it was a good time very cool man so the other still they released this week is um some stills from uh pacific rim guillermo del toro's monsters versus robots movie yeah, I heard about that, yeah. so yeah there's a great it's like idris elba though. and it's um what's her name from um brothers bloom um bang bang from brothers bloom oh yeah yeah uh and uh some other bro who's i can't remember and anyway, they're just these great ridiculous like this suits like armor but it's like such ridiculous like um details like on the shoulders like and like animal heads like crap it's like this interesting mix of i didn't realize it was monsters versus robots because i I thought it was supposed to be kind of like godzilla monsters is it giant like well godzilla monsters versus giant like japanese kind of mech that's the implication oh because i had no idea okay it's like how's that movie not gonna cost like half a million dollars i have no idea Unless it is kind of like a lot of like man in suit stuff, which could be really cool. Which would be great. Oh man, I'm down for that. Oh, the that's more super cool. I'm actually, that's awesome. I was glad that he was kind of doing the like a monster kind of great. I wasn't into these stills because they're kind of awesome. Oh, sure. Um, yeah, and yes, as Bill said at the start of the podcast, Peter Jackson officially finished filming the Hobbit. Just today, yeah, they showed the picture of him like filming the last shot. He must be so happy. Oh, Peter, because like he's been filming that for like a year and a half now. Yeah, I'm really curious to see that. What is it like sixty frames per second? It's either yeah, sixty or forty eight. I can't remember which. Oh yeah, maybe forty eight. Yeah, but supposedly everyone says it looks really weird because it looks like you're yeah. watching video. Yeah. But yeah, supposedly the CGI effects look better because 
Which makes sense. It looks more natural because it's moving at the like the frame rate our eyes see things, and so sure. the CGI, CGI looks less offensive because mm-hmm. it's kind of moving the way that we're used to seeing nature. Yeah. But they said yeah, they said it looks like a weird BBC. Yeah, show. it's funny because it's like when you have more. Usually, when you talk about film, like or any sort of like like visual media, more is better. Yeah. Like we want more resolution. We want more this surround is sound. This like, is more frames per yeah. second, and it's weird. Yes, because it doesn't weird. look cinematic anymore. Because no. it looks like you're actually there, but it doesn't. It doesn't. It's not distancing itself from you like it's like, like when you're watching a bbc drama and they start shooting outside and all of a sudden that's on film yeah. where everything else indoors everyone is comes in and, and it's, yeah, like, it's like it's like an old doctor who episode or something yeah. like that yeah man but i'm I, well, curious like I said, how that well, plays off i'm wondering i'm wondering if you could, you could show that kind of footage on a normal tv are they going to try to hawk it they have to buy a special tv because you get to watch 60 frames per second video games on a normal tv I don't think it has. Cause Cause when you think about it, you have TV with a fucked up Hertz that will make inter, like well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's no reason. But I could just see Sony trying to come out there like, especially <laughs> for the Hobbit, our 60 frames per second television. You know, some kind yeah. of bullshit. I don't think that's so. that's why they're so invested in 3D because I know they can sell 3D. Because you can TVs watch something that's 24 or 30 frames per so second. Oh no 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 no! Because like video, like broadcast television is 60 frames per second or 40. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, like the like the TV. No, the it is 60 frames news. per second. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So there's, but I'm just. I'm curious to see if they try to come up I literally just took a class in this bullshit. You think I'd remember? <laughs> me Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Oh, wait. I'm going to see if... Wait. This is how slow a week in news it was. But the last thing that Bill put on here was Ron Perlman dressed up as Hellboy <laughs> for Make-A-Wish Kid. No, it was actually pretty great. Because, yeah, it's, it's Ron Perlman in his in his um, Hellboy regalia sitting with this poor little kid who probably has some sort of terrible disease. It's Well, I, I didn't realize that... Uh... Guillermo Motoro. Yes, Guillermo motherfucking Del Toro. This article made it sound like uh, Hellboy Three is all but not ever happening because. Oh yeah, well, uh, Hellboy Two didn't make any damn money. Well, I know, but Hellboy One didn't make any real money. This either. is true. Too Um But they were talking about like the, the reason why there would never be a Hellboy Three is because Ron Perlman just never wanted to get in that costume again because it was like four <laughs> yeah. hours of makeup every oh, goddamn yeah. day. Uh, but they they were talking the reason like that was such a torturous process that it meant even more that Ron Perlman would get dressed up as Hellboy just to hang out with his kid all day. Yeah. There's been one photo that was kind of hanging out like drinking, not yeah. like you know drinking booze, yes. but like drinking water and like he's yeah. just all hang. He looks like Hellboy, yeah, like in the movie. But there's yeah. this little kid that they made up the kid to look like Hellboy. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, that's great. It was. The, it, it was it. Ron Perlman. That's some charming fucking, ass bullshit. He gets all the fist bumps in the world for that. Yeah. Oh, Ron Perlman. I fucking love that guy. Oh, we're, did I freak out about Ice Pirates last week and how they you did? Young, you uh, went on, on about Perlman. you went on about Ice Pirates for about fifteen minutes. <laughs> Shut up. Bro. Uh, so I guess uh, well, uh, Adventure Time because about on video on DVD next Tuesday. Yeah. And uh, Annie pointed out, oh, that'd be great. I'd love to see it on Blu-ray. And I just realized, yeah, there's all. It looks like it's only coming on on DVD. And I, uh, just I put out the question to Twitter asking if they if anyone knew if there was a blu-ray release coming for it and it doesn't seem like there is yeah bill so was far. telling me that he's only watched it in standard definition i've been watching it off itunes in yeah. high def it's really pretty i'll buy the dvd set just to get the commentaries and the making of features there's some animation that very clearly is like we know you will be li- like watching this in high yeah. definition it's really clean and beautiful and ah. adventure time is great in, in hd if you ever want to borrow my dvd set so you can watch this but i don't I, know if you care o- about i own features. it all on hd i'm just saying but then you get the, the developer's commentary about how they made bemo <laughs> Why does BMO think I this? don't I don't need to what's know. Go, what's BMO's uh, motivation? You know, Adventure Time, I, I just enjoy it from such a pure... It, like, I feel it, like Adventure Time, like I feel about Spider-Man. Or like, I don't need to know how that sauce how much, is how made. How much of Adventure Time have you seen so far? I'm up to the present day. Oh, okay, I'm, so you've seen like three I'm times gnashing, as much of the show. I am gnashing my teeth waiting for the most recent episode to be oh, posted. Oh, okay, because I've only seen like the first season and a half. 
some good shit, Dude, Bill. That's cute. Oh, it's so oh, good. Oh, and I guess uh, you have. Have you met Marceline's dad yet? Oh. Oh man. Oh. He- oh no no no! He shows up. Wait, he does show up because he she confronts him about the French fries. About the French fries. But you, you haven't seen him since then. Oh no! Why? Oh, Marceline's dad. Were you the one telling me about like the voice? Who they should get the voice Marceline's dad? Oh no! I mean, so I made a joke on on Twitter this week about how I wanted Claudia Black to be in everything. So oh. let's cast Claudia Black in everything. And I was like, well, Claudia Black in Mass Effect Four, Claudia Black as adult Cora. That was another one of my ideas, which I yeah. think is a good idea. Still, everybody. Uh, but I also said Claudia Black should be Marceline's mom. That's for yeah. fucking casting. Yeah. She can sing to all the ladies. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. Oh, wait. So you watched Legend of Korra again. Wait, how'd you end up watching Legend of Korra um, again? Uh, friends of ours have uh, just finished Avatar Last Airbender. So they came over last like, night. Like literally just a couple like, days ago. No, like literally I think on Wednesday. <laughs> so Thursday we had them over They're and we watched. They're fucking sick and tired of that world. We watched, we watched six episodes of Legend oh of Korra. Oh my god, it's like half the season. Exactly. And it, I felt it was consumed with jealousy that they were able to sit down and mainline yeah, Korra. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Did it hell hold up? Yeah. I still love Legend of Korra. Man, well, uh, I, like, uh, I've been working on a uh, uh, map, like, I was talking about my video game maps. I'm now working on a map of the, uh, uh, the world of Avatar The Last Airbender. And uh, so that meant, like, I was working on that last weekend, and so that meant I spent most of last weekend uh, flipping through episodes of the original show just to kind of, like, s- see what what's where in that world sure. and stuff like that. And I forgot that, like, that was our last bender. Each one of those seasons, mm-hmm. uh, they were at, tw- at least, like, 20 episodes long. Yeah. Legend of Korra was only 12. So, like, yeah. Legend of Korra was missing eight, eight episodes of development. Mm-hmm. Like, if you go back and, like, complain about how Legend of Korra kind of felt, like, kind of Russian stuff, that's why. Like, yeah. there's a, almost It was half 12 episodes. That, in retrospect now, that really does feel like that's a, that, that, that was a storyline that was really kind of meant for 20 episodes that cut. They cut it, had to cut it down to its bare bones to 12 episodes. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, yeah. With eight episodes, you could have done so much with, you know, Mako and Bolin growing up. And oh, find yeah. out more about them and the Equalist movement. They and everything. Dawdled, Chorus, and the Chorus, dawdling... airbending training yeah. and everything. Yeah. Which. Yeah. The well, watching, watching, mainlining those six episodes, I did not feel anything missing. I think it's only towards the end of the series, like the sure. second half. I think that's when things starting to feel a little bit rushed. Sure, especially in like last two or three episodes. Which, like I said, I still like the show. Man, there's this huge backlash online where everyone's complaining about. It. Like even the most hardcore fans are like, "Fuck horror." Even the people who were on board yeah. like before the, the, the finale are like, "Man, fuck that show." And I'm like, I, I still, I love Legend of Korra. Yeah, aside from the fact that all the ladies on that show were hot. <laughs> Which doesn't I hurt. I love Legend of Korra. But the thing so is, hard. like, going back and re-watching a bunch of old episodes of uh, The Last Airbender, I forgot a lot of the best parts of Last Airbender were actually the episodes where it did yeah. not necessarily progress. The filler episodes. Pl- yeah. yeah. Like, Appa's Last Day, when you get to see yeah. what happened to Appa. There was the Tales of Bossy's well, those, Bossing those Say episode. Those filler episodes kind of just allowed, allowed them to flush out the world That's a little That's all more. it was. And, so, like, some of the best yeah. parts of that show were those episodes. That's, unfortunately, Korra never had a chance to have that. Yeah. And it's, it's almost a miracle that Korra's actually hanging together as well as it does with mm-hmm. just its bones it doesn't have flesh on the bones yeah so that's i respect to Corey even more as as a tv show i i i myself still have major problems i think the ending is is kind of a train wreck but i still enjoy it i still like it. i have no idea what they're gonna do in season two yeah i really do you have any theories 
I have no idea. And because they don't know there's going to be, they don't know for sure if there's going to be season three. It's going to be yeah. interesting because season two is going to have to be its own self-contained narrative just like mm-hmm. the first season. I'm okay with no it idea. being not unlike Veronica Mars where there is an Uber arc yeah. in each season. No, it's and then they just, you know. I, I would hope that, uh, suddenly this is turning back into the core podcast, <laughs> but I would like it if they actually, yeah, jumped ahead a couple of years. Did we talk about this last yeah, year? Yeah, that was your hope that they, like, maybe it's maybe them not, a little not older. Not and... a bazillion years, but maybe just a year or two just to kind of see how maybe the kids are old, the airbender yeah. kids are older and stuff like that. I read but, a fan theory on Line that was like, wouldn't it be great if we're about? Because I'm, I'm talking about the basic conflict of the show. I don't yeah. know what the basic conflict would be, because it had to be something that was like, I don't want to say like parallels, but like something not inconsistent with the arc of the first show. And I can't yeah. think of what that would be. I I read one thing about bending extremists. You could have like some sort of like like the and I'm like that's a little too. I see. I thought that we were gonna do something with that when they first introduced Yukon, and before yeah. they explained who Yukon was, I thought he was gonna be a bending extremist. Yeah. To kind of parallel the equalists. Oh, before we move on to this, I forgot. That um, in one of the early episodes of Avatar, um, when they find out they need to put in the pot for the uh, pro bending tournament, yeah. and they have so Bolin gets wrapped up with the gangsters, right? Yeah. And they have they have Mako working at the power plant, yeah, and he's zapping. Like the implication is that all the day. power, all the power that runs <laughs> Republic City is just goddamn firebenders zapping into things. Well, that's why people were like, "What was what was what was Amon's plan?" Out of all the firebenders, and suddenly the city shuts down. Well, I, and the way I, the subtext that I read was just the enslavement of the bending well, population. Too. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they could have done more with, like, I miss kind of like poor Mako and Bolin. That was a great yeah. thing. To be, once once they suddenly, you know, move in with uh, Asami and stuff, yeah. like, I kind of miss, like, we could have done a little bit more time with them kind of being gutter rats in the street oh, totally. and stuff. Yeah. And, like, Korra living with them on the street and kind of, like, hanging out and kind of, and more gangster stuff. Yeah. That could have been cool. I mean, yeah. there's, that, could, that could always come back in, in the future in the series. But yeah, it's weird to think that even if, uh, they get a, you know, whenever they do the second season, that'll have been barely over 20 episodes, which yeah. is only the length of one Avatar Last Airbender What is this, season. a BBC show? I know, what is this? What's going on here? <laughs> which I'm more curious to hear about from the creators now, uh, what happened where, uh, you know what, everyone was talking about how Life in a Quarter was originally supposed to be a miniseries. I was going to say, it was supposed to be realize... shorter than this. I it was going to be like I six or seven episodes. I think it may have supposed to have been 12, and they just never got any more episodes than that. I think the announcement was that they get a second season, now it becomes a more official show. I'm thinking, like, maybe... I, as I remember... I have to go back. And, I thought I, I heard, heard that, It was too. announced that it was going to be, like, six episodes, and then I, they were... So they fleshed it out to, quote-unquote, a season. I can't even imagine how that... Exactly, how that yeah. Fitness. Well, they've said season two is going to be, like, a whopping 14 episodes or something like that. Like, they're like, getting man. more, but not much. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So that's our that's our corner corner. <laughs> <laughs> I like last week. We we're like we don't have to talk about this again for a whole year. <laughs> that was a lie. Well, it's like Mass Effect. We had resonance of Mass Effect. For, like Mass weeks Effect after. related happen this week. Oh, you got to park next to a guy with a Mass Effect. Sticker. Oh yeah, I went to uh, I went to the grocery store. Actually, we went to go get our sirloin burgers. We come out of the parking lot, and the guy parked next to us has an N seven sticker on the side oh, of his car. Fantastic. My car is 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 just covered with Mass Effect bullshit. I've got the Alliance logo. Yeah, on, on the, the very back. back. Um, I've got, like, Renegade and Paragon on the proper sides of my car. My Renegade red is actually kind of fading, which makes me sad. Oh, wow. I've got N7. Yeah. Well, it's red in the sunshine. Oh, okay. Um, it's uh, like the windowsill of, of a washed-up old uh, hair salon. <laughs> That's right, Bill, exactly. i got N7 on my dashboard. I've yeah. got the Normandy on my dash. This guy didn't leave a note or anything saying sh- oh, I was kind of tempted. I was you like, should have been waiting around for him to come maybe, back. Don't you guys love us? Look at our car. Anyway, my yeah. car made a friend. Did yeah. you see any more of the Mass Effect endings this week? 
Did you see all of them last week? On, I watched them all. Because yeah. I still have only seen the, uh, the refusal ending and the... Uh... Well, I accidentally selected refusal, and then I went back and did synthesis, and then I watched the other... Yeah, because somebody was asking me this week what the difference between all the new endings were, and I was just like, meh, 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 meh. Yeah, so I saw people were still complaining online this week about how the revised endings only add little storybook parts. Like, that's the only part they noticed that was new. I was like, no, there's actually... Yeah. There's more, like, you know, when when the, the, the charge at the light beam that gets flashed yeah. out, you get to see, you know, like, yeah, we talked about Well, there could week. be people who loaded... Because you can't... Technically, the last save is after that. Well, that's true. So yeah, yeah, that's actually a good point. that altogether, because most people are like, I don't want to fight that whole last battle. What's the new next game Hell that's coming? No. You got Spider-Man. Yeah, I did not expect to get Spider-Man. I'm enjoying it, but... Dude, we got no games. There are no games for us of the year. Welcome to the... Well, you still haven't played Precipice on the Range Slick per- Precipice of Darkness. Oh, yeah, I downloaded it game. last week after Fire I'm, pl- I'm enjoying it. It's very cute. There was a... Uh, I did not enjoy the first two Panera Cake games. Excuse me. I only played the first one. Yeah. It got... Which, there was just and, an and abrupt... No the, you, like everyone else, did not buy the second yeah. one, which kind of led to the whole series kind of falling apart. But yeah, this one is totally cute. I'm really enjoying it. I'm actually really enjoying it? the writing. I bought, Well, I got about halfway through, and then I, um, and then I got the... Spider-Man game. Actually, no, that's true. I got halfway through, then I got into well, I Dawn Guard. I was. Okay. I really, I'm still, in, I'm enjoying Dawn Guard, even though it is just more Skyrim. Mostly just because Laura Bailey came back. I saw if you don't choose to become a vampire, if you're already a werewolf, that supposedly the powers and stuff, you get like your own new subset of werewolf powers, I guess? Yeah, apparently there's like a branching tree. Which I'm already of... a werewolf. I want to just stick with being a werewolf yeah. if I ever download that. I'll wait, like I said, I'll wait until it's on sale for like five, ten bucks. I'm a werewolf, but I never use my werewolf powers because... Well, you gotta get dressed after you come <laughs> stopping a werewolf. Well, it's like, as a werewolf, you can't use potions, you can't use spells, yeah, you can't it's not use that fun. shouts. Though I will tell you this, um, the connect controls are kind of handy I in Skyrim it, yeah. now, just because it's like, just frankly being able to, you know, pull up your inventory and go, search by weight. <laughs> That in of itself was worth the price. And of it recognizes pretty well. It, you know, it's like any other connect thing where it's like you don't want to use it in any sort of precision context. Yeah. Like also, I can't I like imagine. The voice stuff should be okay though. I can't imagine. Like I will try to use uh, a thum, and I will say fusro, and they'll hear something else. So like I'll try to be doing one thing, and it'll just do another. Like I can never use it in combat, like in any timely Not sort reliably, of thing. Yeah. No, but you know, to go through my inventory, sure. Yeah. To wade through the 18 menus in Skyrim. Did you try Spelunky? Everyone was raving about that this week. A new Xbox Live game. It did not seem interesting to me. I downloaded the demo. And I tr- like I got the like the the second world. It's nice, but it's just like you're just exploring caves, just whipping monsters. Meh. I am. Um, did I'm not just... seem worth the 15 bucks they were asking for it. I I think I think like I love these little indie games and I want them all to do well, but yeah. I just you know you guys all you guys listen at home you know I want a compelling world, a yeah. comparing and compelling characters. They still haven't announced if The Last of Us is coming out this fall, have they? So we don't. That's not oh, even it's guaranteed. Not. It's not. What? You have it in your head that it's coming out. I vaguely remember that they talked about they it. Don't. You gotta get some it. fucking Chinese artists on that shit. Finish it up quick. <laughs> Because they, if they do whatever game comes out like this this fall, we'll own the fucking fall. It's just Assassin's Creed, I think. Oh. I think that's all we got. Though I am, I will admit, when I went to go see Spider-Man, they had on the giant fucking IMAX screen, not in 3D, but they did have one of the pre-rendered, a new pre-rendered trailer for Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. Creed. And seeing it on the big screen, I did get goddamn goosebumps. Are you gonna get the collector's edition with the flag? Did you see all this stuff where no. you get, like, the giant Assassin's Creed flag and stuff? No, I'm no. not getting do it. No! Do you get an action? Don't you get a statue? A watch, watch. It's gonna be exactly like Max Payne I go, why do I want that collector's edition? Then this game's gonna come You'd out. You'll be hunting out two it. weeks later, and yeah. I'm gonna be looking for all that shit. How much is I'm not, well, here's edition. the thing. I've what else are you be spending your money on this fall? <laughs> Touche. Yeah. Um, uh, I, uh, I looked at, I have looked in the past, because through the 
UB shop where they have all the, like, they have a bunch of Assassin's Creed art prints, all this stuff. They actually sold a belt buckle like that was the Assassin's Creed logo. Yeah. And that's part of the collector's edition, too. And I'm just looking at it, and I'm like, I'm not going to be... I made a joke that, what, am I going to wear it to Pride? I'm not going to be the woman <laughs> with this weird, gaping <laughs> vagina belt buckle. That is kind of like, yeah. I am just not that person. The salad tongs. I'm not <laughs> salad tongs. I love salad. That shit uh, fucking hate. Um, well, what, um, oh, man, did you see, do you keep track of the Mondo poster bullshit? All I know is that it's too, too rare. That's uh, all they, I know. They had on sale today, they had Iron Giant posters. Oh yeah! Oh, they had this great one where it wasn't a poster. It was the Iron Giant as like this three foot tall cutout mm-hmm. with like a little Hogarth and stuff, like little like little cutout oh, yeah? Hogarth that you could like you could pose the Iron Giant and stuff. Man, that shit sold out. Man, I fucking hate. I don't know why I'm talking about this. But the they, Last they, of Us of release things... date to be announced 2013. Oh, fuck that shit. They're crazy. I they, you know what? I'm sure they haven't announced a release date of next year, even tentative, just like 2013. So I'm wondering if they're wondering if they can't maybe just squeak it into 20. You just want them to, yeah. Well, it it's when it's done. Okay, dude. Bioshock. You know what? I want. I want a, a Naughty Dog oh. game that they don't have to rush to completion. I love Naughty Dog. I would love a game where they actually got to take their time and do what they want to do, as opposed to having to build a level and then figure out the the story to populate it. I love the Uncharted games, but that is definitely a development company that I'd love to I not, let them just I like just be able for to games to play. Is all them that's fine. I'd rather them take. I'd rather a and good you, game. You were giving me shit for not liking Last of Us enough, and I'm the one kicking the screen. <laughs> So I could shit on it immediately. <laughs> I don't want to shit on it in the future. Cocky and what else? I have to read reviews to find out how I should feel about it. <laughs> how can I do I that? I just if it like to poll the community before <laughs> issuing my opinion. Is all. I should be a politician. Uh. Anyway, th- th- this has been the Boy Howdy Podcast. Hey everybody, we are boyhowdypodcast.com. We are at boyhowdypodcast on the Twitter. You can shout at us howdy at boyhowdy.org. I love you, friends. I love you too, friends. I love you even though no one else likes Spider-Man. <laughs> Talk to you next week, guys. Yeah, we in here. We in this thing. Gambino is forever. Royalty is forever. We ballin' so we fucking up the hardwood, homie. This is the life we live, son. My president is black and my Prius is blue, motherfucker. Royalty all day. We dropping racks at Nordstrom, son. That's racks on racks, damn it. You feel me? You feel me? This is the part where most people would say something crazy and drop the N-word after it. Not going to. Not gonna do that. I don't feel comfortable. I'm out. <laughs>